Yo guys, welcome back to a new episode of The Trainer Lounge. We've got a stacked episode coming up for you with loads of topics such as the main series, news and rumours, a little bit of trivia and much, much more. We hope you enjoy the episode and have a great day. Peace. Bang. Yo, what's happening? Welcome back to episode 23, The Rerun. So, me and Wanzi recorded episode 23 earlier this week, and like the absolute fucking tool that I am, I uh, decided to record the whole thing on data, which made my voice just jump in and out the whole podcast, completely ruining the hour and a half fucking work we did. So, but originally for episode 23, I believe it was 23, um, we actually was going to have our guest on, uh, Charmander Fancy. Or, well, how, how is your name? Because on Twitter, it's um, and YouTube, I believe it's Charmander Fancy. Is that right? Uh, you, you, YouTube, you know, it's actually Fancy Charmander. The only reason um... I am Charmander Fancy on Twitter because someone stole, someone already took that name Fancy Charmander, even though that has been inactive for like 10 years. Oh man, it's always the way, it? but. Well, okay. Fancy Charmander, welcome to the podcast, man. I hope you're well, and thank you for coming on today. Man, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I mean, we've we've intended to have you on for a while, but uh, as you know, time zones can be a can be a bastard to deal with. So it's yeah. one of them. But so first of all, let's start off with Onesie. How have you been this week, mate? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, but well, I just want to say thanks for uh, for coming on, Fancy. Good to have you here. Um, yeah, I'm I'm doing all right myself though. I've uh, been still fucking up with Sony Vegas issues. Uh, oh dear. So that, it's just not fixing itself. Like I swear, I, every week I'm going to come on here and I'm just going to start with a fuck magics, fuck Vegas, and then we're going to launch into it. That's, <laughs> that's just how pissed off I'm getting at it at the moment. But yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, I'm ready to do some podcast things. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit of podcast work. Uh, what about you, Fancy? How have you been this week, man? Uh, I've been good. I've been uh, trying to prepare like what I'm what I want to do for October mostly. Uh, a lot of the like Pokemon like it's been full swing. Like we got Unite stuff. We got like the new TCG stuff. New uh-huh. Trailers. It's been it's been a crazy crazy time for Pokemon lately. You're not wrong. You absolutely are not wrong. We will definitely be going on to that. I might have to ask you uh, what's going on with TCG because I don't really keep up to date with too much regarding TCG as I just never spend money on it. But uh, yeah, man, we can definitely go into this and we will 100% be going into your night. I have a fun story though. So um, over the weekend, I was at work with a client and we went to a anime and gaming convention in Birmingham. Now, um, Wanzi, did you happen to see the meowth that I um <laughs> that we got from this fucking <laughs> Oh, I saw that meowth. Oh my <laughs> god. It's the most demented thing I've ever seen. Yeah, fancy. You'll have to check this meowth, mate. It, it's on my Twitter, right? It's on the train lounge Twitter. It oh. is unbelievable. So imagine at these like Comic Cons oh, wow. and at these conventions, right? You know, like the mystery boxes that you can buy for like £20 or I don't know, $25 and you get like random items inside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of these bags was £20, right? And my client decided to buy one and inside <laughs> inside was this knockoff Meowth that was just demented. The Meowth just looked completely wrong. It it, on, it was like um, it was like stroke for Meowth. Apologies for anyone who, who's had a stroke. Much love. Um, but that's the best way I can, I can describe it, bro. The Meowth was absolutely 
fucked. Like it, nah, it was ridiculous. So um, it's actually it was actually against the rules to sell unofficial merchandise at the con. So we actually got the money back, and the person who gave us our money back let us keep the meow. So um, that meow has now been mauled to death by a dog. Um, oh, a wow. client. <laughs> Yeah, my client's dogs use that as a chew toy. So uh, rest in peace, Meowth. And the artwork we got in the bag as well was just an A4 printout from Google. Someone's just typed in fucking Pokemon artwork. And uh, yeah, man, printed out some knockoff Pokemon. So whatever you do, don't buy these mystery boxes at conventions, man. They're not to be trusted. The weird, uh, you might not be as lucky as me to get the money back. So anyway, on with the podcast. Thought I'd start, on, start off with that story. So we're gonna have to um ones we're gonna have to go over some of the news from last week as well just because uh you know with what happened I feel you I feel you uh are you yeah. gonna do it as like a, a speed round first you want to get the uh, the speed round ghost stuff out of the way yeah man yeah I mean we'll get some stuff out so okay we'll we'll go into Pokemon Unite in a minute because that can be a whole section but uh, oh, yeah, yeah we'll <laughs> I was just wondering fancy do you by chance play Pokemon Go if you don't don't worry about it not a lot of people do uh. Uh, to be honest, I, I played when it first came out. I like I, I would be like the guy, kind of person that would drive around <laughs> trying to catch Pokemon. But I don't, I don't know. I got I grew out of it. Like I, I just didn't yeah, I didn't have you. time, and I was like I worked like a lot of retail back then, so I would uh, always work Saturdays and Sundays. So I wouldn't be able to enjoy community days. So I just kind of like stopped playing. Nah, don't blame you, mate. I think I don't know a guest yet that has come on. That had to, still plays it, so you know uh, that's not just you. That's pretty much everybody that comes on, and I can't really play them. To be fair, Pokemon Go is a bit of a mess, but we're going to go over some Pokemon Go news speed round. Once you set the timer, mate. I have got the timer up now. So uh, on three, two, one, go. All right, news in Pokemon Go this week. You can obtain Zerud from the 1st of October to the 10th of October to celebrate Pokemon Secrets of the Jungle releasing on Netflix October the 8th. Genesect Drive will be out the 1st of October to the 12th. Giratina Alternative Form will be out the 12th to the 22nd of October. And Darkrai will be out 22nd till November 5th. And... A lot of people will be going to the Liverpool event on the 16th of October, including me and one Z for the 17th, I believe. So uh, that's your news for Pokemon Go. At least it was for last week. I don't fucking know if there's been anything updated. <laughs> I don't care, truthfully. I'm, there's nothing in Pokemon Go that's really got me. Major. Well, your time on this, your time for this Pokemon Go speed round was 35 seconds. I think that's a new record. Yep, and that's all we're and that's all we're giving Pokemon Go this week. Fuck that, right? <laughs> it doesn't deserve any more. Uh, so uh, over the, over we we talked about some things that happened last week. So we mentioned um, there's some Twitch streamers that have set up a shiny uh, hunting setup where they've got like uh, about eight game cubes with Pokemon Fire Red on Pokemon Box or. Sapphire, however they set it up, right? And they're shiny hunting and they've got one controller that can control all eight games. And it's kind of a cool thing that they're doing over there. Uh, check out that at Brofessor's Lab on Twitter. Uh, uh, Twitch, fucking English. Let's try that right. again. Brofessor's <laughs> yeah. Lab on Twitch. Brofessor's <laughs> Lab on Twitch, man. Check them out. Uh, some really cool stuff going on there. And in other fun news, a 22-year-old student in Japan, Hiroshima, was assaulted and robbed for Pokemon cards. Um... Yeah, so not not really fun in the slightest, actually. It's quite, quite dark. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've gone from something quite cool to something that's uh, not so cool, really, is it? 
No, I mean, we spoke about this last week, so we already shared our opinion on this. But uh, as I'm sure Fancy knows, and, and I know how much Pokemon cards are worth, I'm sure Fancy knows even more. Oh, yeah. Pokemon, yeah, Pokemon cards, man, they're, they're worth so much money nowadays. Just be careful when going to get them because a lot of people don't see them as collectibles. A lot of people see them as money-making methods. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, that can be a thing. Out of interest, Fancy, while we're on the Pokemon card um thing what is the rarest card you have uh like rarest or most expensive yeah we'll we'll, we'll go most expensive first and then your favorite afterwards if you want uh like i have a quite a bit of cards i don't have anything like crazy expensive uh i guess like right now the most expensive one i have is the special delivery bidoof card that just came out recently oh, oh guys will love that flubber is gonna be all over that one yeah have you guys seen it what it looks like Bro, I've I've got every single Bidoof Pokemon card apart from the special delivery one. I went out of my way to order every single Bidoof Pokemon card that exists, at least the English versions, anyway. Yeah, so yeah, it was included in like Pokemon Center purchases, like and in, and you can only get it if you receive like the promo code. Uh, they also have a special delivery Pikachu, which I do have, so I'm just waiting for the special delivery uh, Charizard card to come out. That's insane. I've just looked on uh, on Google at this to see what sort of prices they go for. Um, and for those in the UK, uh, you can get one of these bad boys off of eBay for uh, just a small price of £184.55. Uh, so uh, not expensive Works out to about, about $220, right? Around yeah, that just, conversion. Just about right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, but is anyone listening there? You were here, Fancy has got a really rare Bidoof card. And as I'm from a really disgusting part of the UK, we can work together and mug him and rob the card. So let's, oh, no. uh, you can, <laughs> you can just I'm DM in the United him. States. Yeah. Right, but what's your favourite card then, Fancy, that you have? Like, they're the most, you know, you'd say rarest or whatever, but what's your favourite card of the collection that you have? Uh, my favorite card. That is that is a good question. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, consider. Just, sorry, <laughs> sorry to put you yeah. on the spot right there. <laughs> uh, it's because I have a, I have quite a bit of cards. It's hard to pinpoint. I like I, I usually what I how I usually collect. Usually I, I pick like out like card sets. I like to uh like collect like Hidden Fates is my favorite uh, Pokemon card set just because it's filled with a lot of shiny Pokemon. Oh yeah, Hidden Fates is amazing. Hidden Fates is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't really say like I have a a favorite cart right now. Like I I like I guess like you could say the special delivery like lines. I really enjoy them a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, as you've just said, you're waiting for the special delivery Charizard. I think my favorite one. I can't think of what set it was from, but I had a Mew. Right, it's a shiny Mew, um, and it's a very old card. I can't think of what it was from though. It was um. I think it's from an emerald set. I'm sure it was, but it was a really old card anyway. It's got like a star next to the Muse name. I, I don't know for the life of me. I, I One of my friends, um, he actually works at Graded Gem. I'm not too sure if you know of that channel, but um, I'll have to ask him because he knows a lot about grading cards and how much cards are worth. But I've had some rare cards. I've got, um, do you know when Generations came out? And uh, it was like... Generations, uh, yeah. It was like 2015, 16. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, twentieth anniversary, right? I think is that, is that correct? That, that, yeah, that was that was yeah that was the the twentieth uh, anniversary set. That was a fun yeah, set I'll, that was. I yeah, that. 
that set was amazing. I've got I've got um the really rare Pikachu with the ribbon. I've got Sylveon with the ribbon. I've got um I've actually got a full art char- mega Charizard um which is really, oh, really? cool. Huh. Yeah, not not worth a lot now, but when it came out, it was worth a decent amount. But um, I don't collect cards much anymore because it's just fucking expensive, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look- unfortunately, it is. <laughs> no, so um, but yeah, so Pokemon cards, man, is um out of interest. Before we move on, though, but with Pokemon cards, isn't there a set coming out that's a bit like Generations? I believe. Yeah, actually, it's coming out actually a couple of days from now on the eighth. It's gonna be called the. Uh, it's called Pokemon Celebrations. That's oh. it, yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of reprints, right? From the older sets, I believe. Is yeah. That right? So the way it works, there's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of reprints of like o- older sets. Like they're they're gonna have the base set Charizard, Venusaur, Blastoise. Uh, they're all, and they're also gonna have like uh, cool cards. Uh, they're gonna have like you know do you guys I don't know if you guys seen like flying Pikachu, surfing Pikachu. Yeah, I've, I've seen the cards. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're gonna make that into the V cards and the the V Max of both both of them. Oh, that's oh, impressive. I, I will have to buy some of them because I, I do love the um I do love the special packs. You know, like again the uh as you've just said celebrations, the anniversary ones, which was generations. Of, I love these special packs that like a throwback. Um, and I definitely will try and pack that Charizard. We'll see what happens, and then get mugged on the way home from work. Yeah, you'll also have to buy me some as well, uh, and then buy everyone I know some, so I can mug them too. Yeah, man. Uh, Flabberdash is giving out cards, everyone. Follow the Trainer Lounge on Twitter. I can't promise I'm actually giving out cards, but still give us a follow. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so we also went over, um, we'll talk about BDSP and Legends Arceus again. We'll go over it fairly quickly so we don't drag on the podcast, as I feel like Pokemon Unite will probably have the biggest news recently. Um, Uh We're going to talk about we're going to talk about someone in the community who has caused quite a stir and is making news everywhere on Google. And uh, it's ridiculous. And I cannot wait to fucking speak about them. But so, uh, Fancy, we'll ask you, did you uh, watch the BDSP and Arceus trailer? The new oh, one? Of course, of course. I was there. Yep. I was there live uh, when it first like initially came out. Oh, OK. It's not bad. See, with me, I was writing up some topics for 23 last week when we did the original version of this and um i actually didn't know the trader had come out until i was looking on news on google for pokemon and then i saw oh so uh yeah man but what did you think of what do you think of bdsp first we can go into arceus after uh then i uh one thing i like i like they're bringing back the po the that poketch app yeah um, that was a nice feature they had like back then, but now I like it how it's more revamped. I like how they added like uh, HM moves, like to be accessed there, instead of like having to teach HM moves to your your Pokemon. Yeah, I got that confused, didn't I? Once because I thought that you had to have them still on the Pokemon. I think we spoke about that last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I think that the way that they did it is they they basically made it like the um what was it the the ride caller from sun and moon basically where you basically, just go yeah. onto yeah you go onto the poketch you click a pokemon and it's like oh look a random Bidoof can now use rock climb to come and get you up this cliff and it's it's all good <laughs> i prefer it that way though honestly i think hms are cool and all and they were a good they're idea not. at the time well <laughs> they're not but they were a good idea at the time but they've always been just really really annoying to use so i'm so glad they seem to be just like gone from from the games yeah, yeah it's a nice change it's it's a really nice change um i mean I'll, what i'll do is 
I'll have a little rapid speed and just go through what happened in the trailer. And then if we want to discuss, we can. Um, so the BDSP new trailer breakdown. So there was a graphics update. Um, I believe we saw some in-depth on water when you're, I think he was fishing left of Jubilov City and encountered a Finneon, I believe, could be wrong. But uh, the transition from, you know, fishing into the battle looked absolutely fantastic. The water looks incredible as well. Oh, God, yeah. Thing. I think the water looks amazing. Some people go, oh, it's just water. Oh, fuck off. It looks good. I don't, don't care if you don't like the chibi art style. I think it's cool. I'm, I actually dig it now. I, I can appreciate what they've gone for, and um, I like it. So the graphics update was dope. Honey Tree's return, which shouldn't be news, but it's whatever. It, it, you know, it's proof that they will be there just in case. Yay, Honey Tree's. Yay, hunting for fucking Munchlax again. 1% Munchlax. 1% Munchlax. <laughs> I hope they change that. Uh, Poketch obviously returns as fan. Oh, sorry, as Fancy has just said. But yeah, really, like, I was wondering what they was going to do with the Poketch, obviously, with there only being one screen. Um, do you reckon they've implemented it well, having it on the top right? Uh, yeah, I, think, I think it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be, I don't know how it's going to work. Like, the Switch screen is pretty big by itself. I mean, like, I don't think it's going to take up a lot of space. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're going to make it away, so you can probably press the plus button on your Switch to activate the Poketch, so it's probably not going to be in the way the whole time. That's what I assume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose mm, you'd have to gonna press have the button, right? Yeah, probably going to have it so you can send it away whenever you want and bring it out whenever. Uh, it'd just be a bit ridiculous to have it there the entire time. Mm-hmm. Do you think there will be um, any new Poketch applications for the watch um, that they add, add to this game? Because I was thinking about this earlier, and it would be pretty cool if they had a few new additions, you know, just yeah, to spice up the game. I don't know if you've seen, but there's actually been a new uh, a new app revealed for it. It's the the Poketch Pornhub app. Uh, you can only <laughs> use it once you've uh, once you've beat the game 999 times and completed the Pokedex and go and found the Mew under the truck. But it's definitely there. Oh, I'm with you. You throw some Pokeballs at Jigglypuffs, right? Is that yeah, what happened? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Squirting on the Jigglypuffs, man. Listen, I'm not condoning it. If you do what you want to... <laughs> Listen, there's that many Pokemon creators now that are on OnlyFans. I, I couldn't give a shit. We've spoke about it. <laughs> <Pokemaster> <laughs> <clears throat> but no hate, man. Listen, if you're getting money for the beautiful breast, do your best. Make sure they're better than the breast. <laughs> I'm pushing tits to the test, though. No, I'm, oh no, I'm sorry, fans. This is the kind of chaos we have over here. It's great. <laughs> yeah, the, the reason Fox given, like, listen, we, we don't ever aim to offend anyone. It, it's just jokes for us, you know. We, we respect everyone. We ain't bothered. Do it. Do what. Do you, man? All right. Do you? Just if you do, do you? Make sure it's uh, behind a paywall on OnlyFans. <laughs> 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 Anyway, um, yeah, HM's return with the use of the Poketch, which we've already discussed is a really dope addition, and thankfully we've done that. Um, Poffin's return for contests. I've already said how much I like the new contests. Um, I think it's going to be a really fun addition to the game. And um, people who love getting ribbons will definitely want to try and do that. Um, Amity Square is also back. The only difference this time is you can walk with all six of your Pokemon at the same time which is really nice. And you can also make puffins with them Pokemon too. And for whatever reason in the trailer, they had a showcase for Cheryl, Riley and Gardenia of the gym for whatever reason. I don't know why they did that, but uh, yeah, whatever. So that was BDSP. Um, I'm quite excited. How are you boys feeling? Ones, what, what, what's your, uh, are you hyped for BDSP? Are you, eh, whatever? What are you feeling? Honestly, I'm kind of, 
I'm kind of eh. I mean, I'm buying the game and I'm probably going to play so much of it and I'll really enjoy it. But at the end of the day, it's not really doing anything new for the franchise. The graphics look fantastic and there's some cool quality of life changes, but I don't want my remakes to just be the same game on new hardware because the way I look at it with the whole Poketch thing, if the Switch was exactly like the Nintendo DS, they would have just done it the exact same way as they did it before. This innovation doesn't come because they're trying to push boundaries. It comes because they're you know, they're trying to adapt to the hardware and yeah. it does look good and I hope it runs really well. It's probably going to be the best way to play Diamond and Pearl, but it, that's all it's going to be. An update of Diamond and Pearl with some fancy graphics and a few new little things and that's fine. It, that's all it's trying to be. Uh, I'm just not getting my hopes up for it, basically. Um, I've, I've had that happen way too many times and I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to let myself be disappointed anymore. <laughs> No, that's fair. What about you, Fancy? Um, share your opinion on this. Um, like, I don't know. We've been we've been asking for Diamond Pro Remix for a while. I, like, yeah, I, I'm excited to play it. You know, it's like right two months right before uh, the Arceus game comes out, so it'll it'll give me some time to grind. I'm excited mostly for like like the uh, the digging aspect, I guess. Like uh, when you can go down underground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always like that concept back in Pokemon like Diamond Pearl Platinum, and I'm excited to do do it again. And plus, we have a lot of new features into it, so hopefully, it's good when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, see, like, because obviously, me and ones have been doing this now for 23 episodes. Um, we've spoke about Diamond Pearl a lot over the previous uh, weeks, ever since it got revealed, really. And I've always been under the opinion that to people, don't get your hopes up because the facts of the matter is. If this game was content, you know, if it had a ridiculous amount of content and it had so much for people to do, there wouldn't be a game coming out two months after it. So keep your expectations at a decent, you know, be excited by all means, but don't, okay, this is going to, this might cause some controversy, but I couldn't give a shit. Don't expect this to be on the same levels as Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, because it just won't be, right? Oras um, was up to date with the current graphics. Oras was up to date with the current generation of Pokemon in the Pokedex. Oras had the national decks. Let's not go into that. <laughs> um, yeah, Oras was, in my opinion, uh, what a remake should be. Now, whether people think BDSP is a good enough remake, that's down to them. In my opinion, as I think if Pokemon's the number one franchise in the world, we should expect the best game we can possibly get. Do I think this will be... Do I think this is the best remake they could have done? Absolutely not. I, I stick by that completely. Does that mean it's going to be a bad remake? No, not at all. But this is not the best they could have done. Absolutely not. They could have, you know, done... I've seen people... Have you seen, like, people do the um, concept gameplay of what they think it would look like and I've seen some people do animations for like their version of what Diamond and Pearl looks like and I get you know there's there's more that goes into game development but it should have been more than what it is and that's me being honest but I'm excited and the fact of the matter is Legends Arceus comes out two months after so even if it is a hot barrel of shit you've only got to play that hot barrel of shit for two months so um, mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, um, again, apologies that that offends anyone, any Gen 4ers out there. To be fair, to be fair, you should be more offended of the the, uh, the quality you're receiving for your generation. I mean, listen, my generation got a good remake. I don't know what the fuck to say to you. Uh, yeah, man, Gen, <laughs> Gen 3 was eating well, that, you know. Yeah, Gen 2? Were good. 
Gen 2, Gen 3, even Gen 1, all of them got good remakes, man. Do you know what I mean? So, fuck knows. Listen, uh, but this could be the, like, all I'm saying is, I, I think this is what remakes are going to be like going forward. I think Gen 5 will have a similar treatment. It'll be GB style. It'll have, you know, up to Gen 5. It'll have features, blah, blah, blah. It'll be good. But uh, I think I think the remakes peaked at Gen 3. And I'm not trying to be negative. It is what it is, man. I'm still going to get it. I've pre-ordered the double pack. So uh, Game Freak and... Um, it, uh, what the fuck are the people that are making it? Ilka? Is it Ilka? It's Ilka, right? Yeah, Ilka, Ilka. Yeah, they're also getting a hundred pound of my money. So uh, you know, I talk my shit, but I still give them I still give them money. So who am I to judge? Right. Anyone else want to talk on BDSP before we go into Legends? Ask yes. Nah, I'm good. Nah, I think we've had enough of the, the remake. Let's move on yeah, to man. the pre-make. The pre Oh, I like that. Oh, that's a transition. <laughs> enough boy. about the remake. Let's go on to the pre-make. So Legends Arceus, none of us really know what to expect. I'm, I'm I'm more excited for Legends Arceus than I am BDSP, but I think that's 90% of the community. Is is that a fair thing to say? I'd yeah. say so. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have seen have seen Legends Arceus and have just been like, yep, this is the game. This is Pokemon of the Wild. I'm going to rot on this game. Um, at least I hope they do, because it looks amazing. Um, yeah. why, don't you, why don't you tell us a little bit about... Uh, about what was in the new trailer, because we had some funky stuff, didn't we? I will do, but before I do, I just want to ask Fancy, obviously, before I go into like details of the trailer, what was your um, what was your thoughts after watching this one? Like, you know, the new updated trailer, what was your thoughts on it? Uh, obviously, I'm excited for the the new evolution for Scyther. Uh, I think he looks really good. Um, uh-huh. But I also like, like how they added, like, interesting new characters for the story and then some of the new characters they remind you of like past like uh, yeah like ancestors right yeah yeah some of that yeah go on sorry really interesting yeah yeah i think um i think the trailer overall was good obviously i'll go into it quickly just to uh give everyone a quick detail of what was in the trailer so new trailer breakdown you can ride pokemon all over the is it hisui i keep i think it is hisui right i'm just gonna go with that hisui region Hisui region. Uh, you can ride Pokemon all over the Hisui region. Currently, it only looks to be the Stantler Evolution. I don't know its name. I apologize. Uh, uh, fucking Weird Deer, right? It only looks to be Weird Deer, Bravery, um, Hisuian form, and Basque Legion. That's not confirmed, but with all the trailers we've seen, we've only seen them three Pokemon be ridden. Um, if there was more Pokemon that you could ride, I honestly do think we would have saw them by now. So I'm just going to stick by that that I think it'll only be free, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. Um, the flute that is used to call these Pokemon is the exact same sound. It's a, Actually, it's a mix. Me and Wansi had this discussion. I don't know if you noticed this fancy, but the sound what you make when you uh, when you blow on the flutes, someone's going to clip that, absolutely. Um, when you blow on the flute, it, it makes the exact same sound that you use with the Azua flute in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl for the um, event that never actually got released publicly. And it also uses the sound from the startup screen mm. on Diamond Pearl. Is that right, Wanzu? It does, yeah. The uh, When you first click A to go on to the, the load game, new game thing on Diamond and Pearl, it does a little do 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 Yeah, sound. I did notice that. It was really nice. 
See, yeah, someone else noticed it. it wasn't just me. <laughs> there you go. No, it's a really good attention to detail by Game Freak. And um, I think I really like it when they do stuff like that because, you know, it just adds a lot of lore and it just adds, uh, yeah, man, some cool throwbacks and just cool memories. You can drive by and catch Pokemon while riding. Maybe drive by is not the correct word to be used because I think it's under drive. You listen. When you're riding weird ear, you do a drive by, absolutely gun pump up. Pull up on them with the weird ear. <laughs> Pull up on them with the weird ear. So you can uh, ride the weird ear. As you run past the Pokemon, you can just throw a Pokeball while sitting on top of the weird ear. I really like that. I think it adds a lot of flow to the game. And I think it will be a really interesting game for speedrunners, people who want to complete the Pokedex. I think um, I'm really interested to see how this game does in the speedrun community. I think that'll be a really fun thing. So yeah. But this isn't, I don't, so right now it's confirmed that you can ride by and catch Pokemon on Basque Legion and Weirdia, but we haven't seen them doing it yet with the uh, Bravery uh, regional form, mm -hmm. because as far as I'm aware, we didn't see any Pokemon being caught in a sky, is that correct? I, I, I didn't see any in the trailer. No, I, I don't remember seeing any. I, I, I can imagine that using the Braviary might just end up being like a fast travel thing. Uh, I'm not sure what you guys think, but I, I can see the, the flying thing not being as prominent as the the weird ear and the Basque Legion. Uh, what, what do you think about that fancy with the flying? What Do you think it'll just be fast travel or do you actually think it'll be dynamic where you can just fly anywhere you want? Uh, I think, I think it's going to be, I think they're going to do something different. I think, I think you'll be able to fly. I think that makes a lot more sense because there's a lot of mountains in the area. Uh, so that's like maybe I don't think it'll be like a fast travel kind of thing. I think you can actually control it. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually with Fancy on this one. I'm only saying that because it, in the trailer, you 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 know you, there is gameplay of you actually flying it under a bridge. Um, and you know, and my thought is, let's say you jump off a mountain. I think it'd be really cool if Bravery comes out the Pokeball and catches you. Right? I think that I think that would happen actually. Like, I think it would add a lot to the gameplay. Similar to Breath of the Wild when you jump off and activate the uh, the glider. But instead, with this one, you activate... But what could happen is they could have, like, a um, stamina bar, the Pokemon could. So it can only fly for so long. And then until then, you need to land, maybe feed it or something before taking off again. So you can't, like... I think there'll be some sort of gimmick because otherwise, you like, it depends how early you get bravery, right? But assuming you get him early on surely they wouldn't want you just to fly around the entire region that you haven't explored yet, right? I don't know. I hope you guys are right, honestly. I really do hope you're right with, uh, you know, it, it, being able to do it dynamically. Um, I, I really do, but I, I, I can see them doing it as just, uh, you know, fast travel or some cutscene things, like the flying under the bridge might have been a cutscene. I can imagine they, they might That's well fair. do it. They might well do it like a Breath of the Wild sort of deal, you know, with the hand glider. So you can yeah. ride them for so long and then they get tired and you, you fall and die. Uh, <laughs> I doubt they do that in a Pokemon game, but I can imagine it would be quite fun to play that. Well, you black out, right? Like you could fall from 50 metres and somehow you, your trainers are black out and wakes up at Jubilee Village or a camp. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, there are wardens that have been announced that protect special Pokemon. So these could be like a new gym trial gimmick where, you know, you have to, I think it shows in the trailer that you have to do something for one of the wardens before you have chance to see Cleaval. I don't know if that's correct. I think that's right. Is that right? I'm sure that, you know, in the trailer, uh, the warden's asking you for help. 
Um, but I, I believe they wouldn't just let you take on the trial Pokemon. I believe there'll be like a quest system where you have to finish first before taking on the trial Pokemon. Because I'm assuming the trial Pokemon will be like the uh, Titans in Breath of the Wild, right? I don't know if they're called Titans. I don't know what they're called. You know, the um, what are they called? The Beasts. The Divine Beasts. Yeah, that's it. Divine Beasts. So right now, there's only four um, Wardens that have been announced, which is uh, May... Iskan, Leon, or Lion, and Rezu. So it could be the fact that there's four, you know, um, four of these Guardian Pokemon. I hope there's more, you know, let's hope it's not a carbon copy of Breath of the World just with Pokemon. Um, Jubilee Village is the place where we will shop, customize our character, and take photos. Um, I actually quite like the photo mechanic. I thought it looked pretty cool, and it's going to make for some, some uh, really good Twitter photos or Reddit or whatever. Um, Leon is the warden of the new Pokemon Cleaver, and I believe that evolves from Cypher. Is that what you were saying, Fancier? Yeah, it's the evolution of Scyther. I think it's like similar to Scizor. It needs a certain rock to evolve. I like that. I like that. Flying and rock. For... No, would it be rock and book? No, it's bug, bug and rock. Yeah. They... Oh, that's correct. Yeah, bug and rock. And then you've got yeah. bug, and, bug and steel for Scizor. Okay. So, um, yeah, Leon is the warden of the new Pokemon Cleaver the Axe Pokemon, or otherwise known Lord of the Woods. It's a bug and rock type that is considered a guardian Pokemon, which could potentially be, as I've said, four guardian Pokemon. But we know right now the guardian Pokemon is like a boss battle, right? There's multiple ways to attack them, to approach them. Uh, we see in the trailer that you can either battle them with your Pokemon or you can try and dodge attacks and throw things at them to perhaps calm them down. So you might need to do a mixed match of uh, the mechanics in the game. And um, I'm really interested for that. It adds a new dynamic to Pokemon. Instead of just running in, battle, use flamethrower, fucking Pokemon fainted, you win. Uh, it's nice. It's nice to see that there's new mechanics in the game. Yeah, man, that's what a lot of us have been after for, for years. I don't know about you guys, but I've been like killing to see some other form of you know Pokemon interaction and Pokemon fighting and stuff. It just feels like this is the natural progression of where the game should have gone years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with that. I'm with that. What about you, Fancy, with these warden, uh, these guardians? Sorry, what, what do you think of the whole mechanic of it? Are you looking forward to it? You think it's going to add like a new dynamic to the game? I I wouldn't say it's a new mechanic. Like we've seen like something similar with uh, Sun and Moon, honestly, with those uh, totem Pokemon. So, uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, like, sorry, when I say new mechanic, I mean the way like you dodge out the way with your trainer and be like not just battling it. I mean, like um, the way you approach the battle, if you know what I mean. Like, it's not just battling with Pokemon. Sorry, that that that's what I mean when I say. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I really like the this, like new mechanic of like boss type Pokemon. Uh, I think it'll yeah. make the it make it makes the game you know more fresh. It's not it's not like the same old oh just press one of your four moves. You actually have to yeah. like do stuff. You have to move around. You have to uh, throw stuff at it. You have to throw out your Pokemon to weaken it. There's a lot more into it than just a simple battle. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree. And so people don't forget, in one of the previous trailers, there was also two new styles added into battling, which is Agile style and Strong style. I believe that's correct, right? That's the two new styles they're working with. I think um, so, yeah. I mean, we haven't had any others announced, not to say there won't be. I'm assuming there'll be some other ones like for defense or whatever. But um, yeah, man, there's, there's going to be loads of ways to approach Pokemon in this game. Um, I just uh, the style thing real quick. I think they really missed the trick with that. I don't know what you guys think. But I think they really missed the trick by not calling it rapid strike and single strike. 
surely that's like the perfect thing for this because agile strike means like you know you, you hit them a little bit weaker but you, you get to act quicker rapid strike could literally just be the same thing you hit them really quickly and then get out of the way uh it, it just seems like they've just came up with these new two two new terms and they've used them pretty prominently in the the tcg with the whole single strike rapid strike and they've just completely made up new terms for something when they had the ready-made things right there but it isn't isn't rapid strike and single strike Urshifu's thing though. It is it is Urshifu's thing, yeah. But like they've been given to other Pokemon in the TCG. Like you've got rapid. I mean, I saw rapid strike Surviper in one of the sets, and like single strike Blaziken and stuff. And like so, it's it's not just for them in the TCG. So it could have translated over quite well. Okay, well, what about what about you, Fancy? Before I share my opinion on that, what what do you uh, think of that like? I, like rapid rapid strike isn't it like multiple like like low power moves while single strike is like one strong attack so yeah. like you've got you've got strong style and agile style in legends Arceus. that's what the new styles are called uh-huh. but obviously what 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 ones he's saying is he thinks they should have been called single strike and rapid strike instead of strong and agile do do you agree with that or do you think like do you think the names are fine for it uh, I think I think it's just simple because the they're they're pretty much the same. Maybe maybe we'll see like an Arishifu in this game. Maybe that's where they came up with it. We don't know. Do you, do you know what I think? Ones and uh, fancy right. This is my opinion. So as and you've just this might come. You might just back up my point here. Ones with what you've just said. You've just said that. The, C- the TCG used the rapid strike and uh, what was the other strike? Sorry, single strike. Single strike. Yeah. Yeah, they've used that. Uh, they've copied that from Urshifu and added it for their TCG, right? Mm-hmm. What's to stop them from doing a similar thing with this and making a Legends Arceus set where Pokemon have an agile style? Like, for me, they can just do more with marketing. They can think, right, we've already done Single Strike and Rapid Strike. Now let's make even new cards for even more money with even new cool names. Do you know what I mean? I think it might be a marketing strategy. I don't know whether the community would like that, really, because they'd be like, oh, we just had Rapid Strike and Single Strike. You know, they, they might find it as a bit of a, a shitty one. I don't know. Uh, what, what would you think about that, Fancy? I mean, being the, uh, the TCG I, guy. Yeah, I don't think we would like that. Because honestly, the, there's a lot of been, you know, obviously a, bit, a lot of changes lately. Like, first they added the V, then the V Max, and then the Rapid and Single Strike. And now, like, the newest thing right now is called the V Union. I don't know if you guys heard about that. I think nope. I did. Is 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 that the one where it's like, it's not like four cards that you put down together? Yeah, it? it's or... four cards that make it like a bigger card, basically. Oh, so that's, that's the newest thing right now. So I think like if they would add agile and strong style, I don't think now's the time for that. Um, it's gonna be too much at this point. See, yeah. with me, right? Well, I do agree with that, but. With the TCG, and, and I'm not trying to call out anyone in the community or nothing, I'm not a TCG player, I don't actually play, you know, I don't battle with TCG decks or nothing, so I'm not a part of that community. But from my opinion, from what I can see, it seems like no matter what Pokemon pump out, the TCG is just like the main series, in my opinion. They could pump out the most low-quality, shittest-named cards they can think of, but people will still consume it like there's no tomorrow. And that's the exact same thing with TCG as it is the main series. I could be wrong, but... I feel like even if they were... Okay, let, let's have a look at the gimmicks we've had. What we've had... So we've had GX, we've had EX, we've had VMAX, we've had Megas. We've had them cards, what you turn to the side, they're like golden. I can't think what they're called. You'll uh, know break, what they're called. Break. 
yeah, you've had break cards, right? And I, I believe liked those. I they were cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're cool. Like, but but like <laughs> with them two, you you you, uh, you combine the two break cards. Is that right? Am, am I thinking of the right thing? Uh, uh no, well, no. The, so the one you turn on the side, you you put that on. Basically, it replaces the Pokemon's picture. It's like an added move to that Pokemon. Does that make sense? Um, with you, okay. So you've got you've got these break cards. Um, you've got this union thing that you've just said. You know, when you combine multiple cards, you've got the tag team cards. Like they've got a gimmick in every single set. By the looks of, it. well, no, I, I'm assuming some sets continue onwards, right? You know, V Max has been going since Sword and Shield first came out. Yeah. Um. So you know, with every new generation and you know and everything, they always add like a new gimmick. And, you know, the gimmick for this set could just be this agile and single strike. You know what I mean? Like, it just this... Or, or maybe they're going to carry on with VMAX and and this new union thing that you've said until Gen 9 comes out, Like you know, because we don't know really... Like, Legends Arceus is a weird game, isn't it? It's not necessarily a new gen. It's not like a... Would you consider it a main, a main, a core game? Because it's very different to what a core game actually is. Like... What that's an interesting thing. What would you both consider Legends Arceus? Like, I don't want to say it's a side game, but it's hardly. It doesn't feel like a main series game. Like, what, what's what's your opinion on that? For, okay, fancy. We'll go with you. What what's your opinion on that? Because I mean, I don't know how to feel really. I love the game; looks amazing, but I just don't know what I'd class it as. Well, usually I consider it a main series game as a uh, as a game made by Game Freak. Game Freak is usually the ones that make the main series games. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So since this one's made by Game Freak, I believe it's it should be considered a main series game. Okay, what about you, ones? No, I completely agree there. Um, I mean, I think even Joe Merrick and the Pokemon Company themselves have come out and said this is a main series entry. So it's, uh, it's. I don't think there's much debate there. I mean, they're introducing new Pokemon for uh, new Pokemon, basically. Um, pre evolutions. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah, that's know, true. So, yeah. They're, they're, I think there's going to be some integratability, if that's even a word, <laughs> with Pokemon Home, so you can get these over to potentially even Sword and Shield, because they are keeping the... Um, I don't know if uh, we've touched on this already, but they are keeping the, the VGC over on yep. Sword and Shield, so it won't be migrating over to Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. There may be some kind of update for Sword and Shield to, to get these Pokemon in there. Potentially might even do a new VGC series on it. Um so I, th- I think it's pretty safe to class these as as main series. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. I mean, you, you can see what I mean with the whole, you know, it being a completely different game to what we've had. So, you know, when Game Freak come out and say like. Um, main series like they also called let's go main series and if you two want to call let's go main series that's fine but i will never call let's go a main <laughs> series. you can get fucked it's not a main series game no i'm not having it i'm not having let's go as a main series nope but and my argument there is that meltan and melmetal were playable in let's care. go for the first I, time I couldn't, so. I couldn't care less mate let's go it will <laughs> never be if someone's like, oh my god if you played all the main series what about let's go fuck off out out now out um <laughs> yeah 
Okay, but yeah, so there's not much else we can really go on with Legends Arceus, but uh, overall thoughts and feelings, is everyone excited once? You know, I mean, I think we've gone over it enough, really, but... Uh, yeah, bro, uh, this is the Pokemon game I've been waiting for for years. Like I said, I'm not yeah. getting my hopes up for Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. I am getting my hopes up for this one. And if it's if this game sucks, I'm, I don't know what I'll do. You know, I'll, I'll be sad for a very long time. Fancy, what about you? uh i'm excited i'm excited I'm, I'm going in with an open mind uh it's a, you know it's something new we, we never really experienced anything like this before uh i think it's gonna be very good yeah and no, i respect that and for those that listen i can come across as um quite uh judgmental and, and, and i don't mean to be like i buy every single pokemon yes, game that comes do. out no, yes I you do yes you do mean to be judgmental now my thing is right my thing is i i feel like if I buy a product, I have every right to be able to judge that product as fairly as or as harshly as, as I as I deem fit, right? If I pay the money for a product, I'm expecting me to get the value from my money, which I think I will from both games, believe it or not. But as a consumer, I feel like you have a right to expect better, especially from the number one franchise. So when people say to me, oh, you know, you're a little bit harsh with Pokemon, I'm like, nah. Like, nah, 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 nah. Listen, Legends Arceus should have happened years ago. We, we've been waiting for a Pokemon game like this for fucking years. I mean, how how many... The, I think the closest thing we've had to a game like this would probably be the XD games, to be honest. Uh, you know, Coliseum and Gale of Darkness. You know, like a, spot on, yeah. a home console game that just feels like a real big release. Um, I'm excited. You know, it doesn't feel like a generic main series guy i'm excited yeah man i think legends Arceus is going to be really cool hoping to stream that too when that comes out when i begin the streaming career Whoop. uh <laughs> right so guys shall we go on to some other topics before unite uh, unless you've got anything to throw up um about uh, the pressure the pressure's all on you fancy, maybe the you reckon oh, okay we could talk about like the uh that's the <laughs> nintendo service the n64 like, yeah, you play games. Absolutely, yeah. We'll go into that in bank. I right, yo. So going on to the next segment. Before we talk about uh, Nintendo sixty four, that fancy just mentioned with the new service for Nintendo, I want to quickly throw up um, onesies. Just joined the fucking chat with the name Big Old Bidoofus, which is extremely <laughs> offensive to my Bidoof fans. But talking about Bidoof, so for those that don't know, um, we now have an official T shirt at the trainer lounge, which I'm wearing at events, um, at comic cons and whatnot. And believe it or not, Wanzee, I've had about 10 different people come up to me asking about the T-shirt. You know, I threw a little plug. Oh, the trailer lounge. Oh, well, well that's a podcast. That, uh, you know, threw a little advertisement in. And um, we've got about 10 new listeners, uh, people around the cons that want to check us out. So um, if any of you are listening right now, hello, hope you're well. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at uh, trainer lounge. And yeah, man, reach out to us there. We appreciate anyone that supports us. And uh, thank you. But, Going forward, um, so Fancy, you mentioned about the Nintendo 64 service by Nintendo, right? Yeah. So, okay, with this, <laughs> I sound so negative on subjects today. Um, I, I'm <laughs> going to let you two. I'm going to let you two speak about this first. And okay, so Fancy, do you want to just tell us about what this thing is? Uh, this Nintendo thing is 64. Uh, so basically, this is like in. Uh, Nintendo, it's, it's like an add-on to your Nintendo Switch Online subscription. Um, yeah. And with that, you get like access to all these like old Nintendo 64 games. 
like you know, obviously they're made for the Switch. Plus, they have online capabilities, which I, which I really like that they're implementing instead of just uh, single player. I agree. I completely like. Imagine the old school Mario Kart with online. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I don't know. Did they, did they announce Mario Kart the old school one? I know. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be so the the. The games they're coming out with in the beginning is going to be Mario Kart 64, uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Star Fox 64, Mario Tennis, Super Mario 64, Yoshi Story, a lot of Mario titles. Really, and I hope Kirby's they, coming. The what? You know, Kirby. Is that coming? The Nintendo. Did uh, Kirby have the 64 title? I can't remember. I'm not sure, to be honest. I played Kirby on the GameCube, but I, I don't remember in the N64, to be honest. Time for onesie, the fact checker, to look this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, check that out for us ones. Yeah, to talk about this 64 thing for a sec. Um, I am excited, and I think let's be honest, a lot of the community have been asking for a better service with Nintendo Switch Online. The only thing that I have a little gripe with is that we have to pay more for this service. So for those that haven't watched it, it was announcement on the Nintendo Direct recently. I believe it was the most recent one. Is that right? Uh yeah, the most recent. Most yeah, recent so direct. so with that. You know, I'm excited, but they haven't announced what the price change is because you can, you don't have to upgrade to this price change. You can keep the normal Switch membership. Which number one, it's good that they're giving people options. I just hope it's not ridiculously expensive because there's some gaming subscriptions out there that are own, like I don't know of any gaming subscription that's above ten pound or eleven dollars, if you like, fifteen dollars. I think Game Pass is like sixteen dollars. I think, um, but you know. Services like Game Pass and PlayStation now are fantastic because they offer you a ridiculous amount of games to play. But this, I hope this Nintendo one isn't as expensive because while I'm excited for Nintendo 64 games, I still don't think it will be worth a ridiculous price hike. What, what's your opinion on that, Fancy? Like, I, I mean, you know, the Nintendo Switch Online, it's not really expensive compared to like PlayStation Plus and Xbox like Live. Um, have they announced the price for the Nintendo 64 membership? Uh, they haven't. Uh, they're supposed to uh, announce it sometime like this uh, this month. But like okay. I said, like judging by how like I think I forgot how much it, it's like what tw- twenty bucks a year or something. Like it, it's I, I remember in the Tony Switch Online is very cheap um, compared to like the yeah. other. So I don't think it's gonna be a big price hike. Well, for the normal Nintendo Switch Online membership, I believe it's for, well for for us it's thirty pound a year. But I use the I use the family membership, so maybe that's just different anywhere. So I can't really confirm for people who use the individual memberships. But if I'm paying thirty pound a year, which I don't think is a bad price, again we're not getting much for the price. So to me, I'm happy spending that. But I just hope it's not a ridiculous price hike, like. What what do you think would be an acceptable amount to in, increase it? Do you think you'd be okay with an extra five dollars on top, an extra two dollars? What's your limit? What what will you think? Okay, that's too much. What do you think's too much? Uh, like I would say an extra like maybe ten bucks a year. I think I think because just oh, like how the like ten. I don't know how I don't know how to calculate it. Like between you guys, so for example, twelve months. For twelve month subscription is usually you at uh, twenty USD, so I think like fifty percent um, of that. Yeah, it's about 15, about fifteen pounds, yeah. Yeah, I think fifty percent of that. I think that's a reasonable, reasonable option. 
Yeah, like I think mean, so. Like normally, if you pay for a month, it's about three pound or like five dollars. I think if you just have a, a month membership or something. But you know, as you've just said, as long as it's not a ridiculous price hike, if it's like let's say I pay thirty pound a month, but again, that's for family membership. I'm not too sure what individual is. If it's what did you say thirty dollars a year? Yeah, twenty dollars a year. Did you say for you uh, right now? Yeah, twenty dollars. So let's say thirty dollars a year, like you'd be happy with that as long, you know, that that's like the limit you reckon that you'd go for. Uh yeah. Like uh, I said like uh, like if it's like half of what I paid for the subscription, basically. Anything more I think is a little ridiculous, but anything half or less, I think that's decent. Do you know what do you know what I think Nintendo really needs? And again, you two can might disagree with this, but one thing I love about PlayStation and Xbox is that they have a trophy and achievement system. I would love Nintendo to have a system like that where you could achieve things in your games to, to put on your profile. Like, let's say Mario Stars, right? Every time you earn a, like a challenge, it's, a, it's one Mario Star. And then like a silver Mario Star. And then when you get the game 100%, it's like a gold Mario star, right? Kind of like platinum on PlayStation. But what's your opinion on that for you guys? Like, do you think Nintendo needs a, an achievement slash trophy system or are you not bothered? Just um, before you uh, go on and answer this, uh, I've been sat waiting for the, uh, <laughs> to let you know, there was a Kirby N64 game called Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and actually that, that was announced. Um, I believe that that's coming for the Switch Online. So, uh, yeah, man, Kirby, let's go. Um, but yeah, sorry, to answer that question. Um, yeah, well, I can't even remember what the fuck I asked. I think you two remember what I asked. <laughs> Carrying a podcast hurts, man. Sometimes I can't remember what I said. Um, yeah, yeah. Trophy and achievement system. Okay, ones. What What do you think about that? Yeah, man. Honestly, uh, I don't understand why Nintendo haven't had a, an achievement system already in place. I mean, every other, as you say, every other console has got them. Uh, and most of the time, when you're playing games with your mates, you you go online. You say, "Oh, how'd you get that achievement? Oh, that's that's ridiculous." And you know, it's, it's a talking point and it engages social activity, which is something. Nintendo has said they're all about. I mean, they make entire games just about being social, like Animal Crossing and, uh, you know, stuff like that. Like the whole Nintendo Tomodachi life stuff was all about trying to engage socially with other people. So it seems like it would be something they'd be right up for, but apparently no. I, I, Nintendo, I swear, they when it comes to functionality and services and products, they're like... Oh, so the other people are doing this. No, we're going to do it differently because we're Nintendo. And yeah, just... like blue, like Bluetooth support four years after the launch of the console. Like that's a perfect. <laughs> you know, what? I read something the other day. Apparently, Bluetooth support has been in the the console since release. They just <laughs> didn't activate it. <laughs> you imagine, imagine being in Nintendo offices, right? And they're like, uh, he's like Bowser. He's like, yes, mate. You know that fucking Bluetooth function? Yeah. Yeah, we haven't turned it on. You are. We haven't turned it on. Well, you better turn it on. You know, Bowser, it's 2021. Yeah, fuck it. People will love it. Just just turn it on. You sure? Yeah, yeah. no one will mention about being 45. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I agree. But, but what... <laughs> I can just imagine that. <laughs> I can so imagine that being a thing. Honestly, like, what what do you think, Fancy? Though, with this whole like achievement thing, like, would you like that? 
Like, I don't think there's a, a real con to having it. Like, what's your opinion? I'm interested. I mean, it'll, it'll, make, it'll make, like, playing by yourself a little bit, like, more, I guess, enjoyable. It makes you play the games longer. makes you enjoy the game. And uh, there's, like, a lot of people who, who hunt achievements. And that can actually ge- help generate more sales for Nintendo. So it's basically a win-win situation at that point. Yeah, yeah. I think the real question is why not, right? Like, yeah. and, and that's what it boils down to, like, but... Some games, and the only reason why I think they haven't is because some games don't necessarily have a point. So imagine to get like a gold Mario star in Pokemon, you need to catch every single shiny Pokemon in the game. Imagine. Right. Oh, God. No, honestly, yeah. if, you, if you do that for the gold star, once you've done it, you just sell your account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think at that point it'd be worth something. Yeah, but I mean, like, my only thing for this, right? Let's say they they announce this system where every single existing Switch game and whatever you know gets gets an achievement system. Let's say challenge system, right? And then with this challenge system, they could implement it for the Nintendo sixty four games to make people want to upgrade their subscription. Like, listen, I, I I'm just saying, Nintendo. I'm not the best at marketing, but I'm fucking phenomenal at coming up with ideas for sales. So, uh, listen. Hit your boy up, me and Bowser will have a chat and we're definitely going to talk about your next console and adding in Bluetooth support on release, you fucking knobs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but overall, I'm happy about the uh, 64 um, edition, to be honest. I think it just adds more to Nintendo, right? Uh, you know, what, what about you ones? Are you happy about are you Will you be checking out any of these 64 um, titles? Um, potentially. Uh, I mean, they, they're going to be adding Pokemon Snap on there at some point, so I might just have a, a cheeky playthrough of that when that comes on. Yeah, uh, on a, yeah. honestly, I don't really play too many uh, older games. The only ones I really go back to are sort of Pokemon, and that's really it. What about you, Fancy? Do you tend to play many N64 and stuff? Uh, when I was a kid, like, there's a lot of Pokemon ones in N64, like you said, Pokemon Snap. Uh, there's Pokemon Stadium, which is a pretty big one. Oh, that'd uh, be amazing. And the, as well as the sequel, Stadium 2. And I believe there's the uh, there's another uh, Pokemon game, which is the Hey You Pikachu game. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> hey You Pikachu. Yeah, no, you are right. You had Hey You Pikachu, you had Snap, and you had the two stadiums, I believe, that came out. For, um... Yo, sp- speaking about uh, Hey You Pikachu, did you, do you guys remember the rumor that if you said PlayStation through the thing to Pikachu, it'd get angry and shock you? Oh, yeah. Apparently, it got, it got debunked, didn't it? Uh, uh, apparently, it was just... Um... It was the waste. I don't know, but um, yeah, the the play- fucking place that fuck off. The, yeah, <laughs> the Nintendo edition's pretty cool. Listen, all I'm saying is don't stop at 64 games, right? First of all, okay, I, I don't want to make a huge uh, monologue of this, but a question I've got for you two: the Switch right now is the best selling. I don't. I think it's the best selling Nintendo console right it's up there it's definitely up there it's, it's hugely successful um you know it's probably arguably the best nintendo um system i'm not going to say that outright before i get cancelled by gamecube stands but um listen all i'm saying is when when do you think the next generational console will be out when do you think the next generation nintendo console will be out oh that's a question oh it can't 2017, oh, yeah. don't forget. So uh, five years, well, for really five years into the system come March. 
Ooh, you know what? I personally, I wouldn't know. Uh, I, ca I can't see Nintendo sticking to like a, a proper life cycle. They keep seeming to pump out new models of Switches. We've got the OLED model coming out, and you know that they're bringing out new accessories for it and new versions of it. I, I think they see the Switch as like a long, a long haul thing for here. What, what about you, Fancy? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I appreciate they're going to do like small updates uh like maybe upgrades like how they went from the nintendo ds to nintendo ds xl something like that like just small Mate, little updates the 3ds the free sorry to interrupt you there fancy my bad but the, the, the just to follow on your point the 3ds was ridiculous right you had the 3ds the 3ds xl the 2ds 2ds xl then the new nintendo 3ds then <laughs> that was the, such a strange decision to call it that wasn't it <laughs> Still ain't even finished, and then the new <laughs> XL for, um, 3DS. So they had what fucking nearly seven different 3DSs. So um, it could be six. Listen, I don't care. But I think I think there's two things I want to say about this generation. Number one, do we need a new Nintendo generation console? No, we don't. Do we need an upgraded Switch with better hardware? Yes, we do. Um, uh, maybe you guys can dispute, but I Will really we think... get that. No, we won't. <laughs> and, listen, no, I think there'll be a pro. I, it won't be called pro, and I'm not going to go into the oh, when will we see the pro? Because that because basically, I think they're phasing out the original switch and they're replacing it with the OLED. So the OLED will be the buy, you know, the version that you can buy. I don't think you'll be able to buy. A, a, an original switch it'll just be the oled because there's no difference other than the screen right it's just a better screen that's literally it i think i think there will be a pro i'd say seven years into the life cycle so by 2023 they'll bring out a pro or it, it'll either be a pro or it'll either be a new nintendo system but the reason why i say this is because i don't want it to be just nintendo 64 games that they bring out. I want them to move on to GameCube games as well for the Nintendo Switch Online service, right? Like, why stop? Surely, if you had GameCube games, you'd get a ridiculous amount of subscribers, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure like the, the, this N64 thing is just to test the waters to see oh, if, yeah. Yeah. if we're like how, how big of a success it is. And obviously, if it is, they'll implement more stuff to get even more people. Because I'm pretty sure if they do... Because I think I, I believe that Nintendo GameCube is way more popular than the N64, in my opinion, just because of the game selection. So I think starting with the N64 is good for a small demographic, but the GameCube, if they if they're smart, they'll do GameCube, which will lead to a large audience. Um, it's a controversial opinion. That is, I, I agree with you. I, I actually agree with you. I think the GameCube is the be the better console. You know, I'd say I'd say GameCube is up there as one of the Nintendo's bests. However, there are some hardcore sixty-four diehards that will slit your throat in your sleep if you try and say that the sixty-four is not the best uh, Nintendo system. So I'd be very careful sleeping tonight. <laughs> after I'll lock after my door. <laughs> After uh, <laughs> what, what about you once? Uh, do you see GameCube stuff coming out for the Switch? No, I, I would love them to bring some GameCube games over. There are some, like, if we ever got... I, I think we've said this on a previous podcast, but if, if Pokemon ever wanted to, like, if they were really in trouble and they wanted a, a quick boost of cash, they could just shove XD and Coliseum onto the, the store and watch those dollars roll in. Like, I can I don't understand why they haven't, honestly. 
I, I just don't understand why they haven't put Colosseum and XD and some other GameCube games. I mean, like even Pokemon Channel, that was a surprisingly fun time. Uh, yeah, GameCube had, had some fantastic games on it, like Luigi's Mansion, the original. Uh, there was a bunch of Metroid games that were really cool. Um, Monkey Ball. Yeah, man. Monkey, oh, man, Monkey Ball. Oh, I love that series. Uh, the first Animal Crossing? Yeah, the first yeah, Animal Crossing. Yeah. yeah, the first Animal Crossing as well. So, I mean... I, I I agree, but I, I think I think what Fancy said is right. I think they're testing the water. So, but th- this is what annoys me, right? I'd like the option to actually buy the Nintendo sixty four games from the store. Like, I'd I'd like that option. I know why they're they're not going to do that because it'll make you want to buy the subscription. But I don't like the fact that you can't own the game. You have to rent it essentially, right? Mm. And and that's. Quite- that's kind of unfortunate. Um, I'm not about to go, oh, fuck Nintendo, can- let's cancel them. Like, but I just wish that we had the option to buy the games. Like, Maybe make it so you have to have the subscription if you want to buy it in the first place. I don't know. But I- I'd like the option to buy the games permanently. So, you know, if the Switch online service does go down, let's say in 10, 15 years, will we, you know, we'll probably never be able to play the 64 games again. So, because um, Nintendo like to leave franchises dead for years and years and years until they can make money out of it. <coughs> Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. But, oh, God. Oh, what a fucking mess that is. But, yeah, um, thank you for bringing that up, Fancy. That was definitely a topic that was interesting to talk about. Um, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to check out the Kirby on the 64. I've been really into Kirby a lot recently. Absolutely love that. And it probably helps that my cat's called Kirby too. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> right, yeah, uh, Gaz, Gaz is the type of guy that calls his cat Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've played one. I played the one on the Switch. Um, I like that one. Uh, Star Allies, that's it. Kirby Star oh, Allies. Oh yeah, it. I forgot that game existed. It wasn't bad. It was decent. Oh, yeah, it was all right. But um, yeah. So okay, anything else you boys want to throw up on that before we move onwards? I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm good. So, oh, go on. Fancy, sorry, but. Oh, hello. Fancy you there? Yeah, what's up? Oh, no, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't know if you wanted to throw anything up before. Oh, no, I said I'm I'm good. Oh, my bad, my bad. (laughs) you got to clean your ears out. (laughs) Yeah, my bad. Now, so, I think in the news, so I mentioned this earlier, there's a controversial thing going around in the news right now that somebody has come out and said about the Pokemon franchise, and news reports are running with this and it's currently making a mass hysteria in Pokemon. Um, does anybody? Would anybody like to take a guess at what this is? I honestly ain't got a clue. I assume <laughs> the Oreos, but I don't know. Oh no, 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 no! I mean that that's that just ca- that's just causing biscuits markets to collapse, um, <laughs> like or cookie markets if you're in America. But um, nah. So me and Onesie's favorite. Um, favorite, favorite, favorite Pokemon social media account have recently come out and made a claim about 2022. So, I mean, you wouldn't be aware of this fancy, but on the trainer lounge, me and Onesie absolutely adore the people over at Centro Leaks. Oh, <laughs> that is a heavy I, I dose know, of sarcasm. I know that account. Yeah, and when we say we love them, Replace L O V E with H A T E, and you would uh, you would hit you would hit where we feel. So 
Um, I have known to call out uh, Central Elites in the past. I'm, I'm banned on like two Twitter accounts because I've absolutely roasted the life out of them. So Central Elites have come out and said, if you thought 2021 was exciting for Pokemon, you won't be able to wait to see what's installed for 2022. Something along the lines. Basically, they're saying that 2022 will be an amazing year for Pokemon. Now, this annoys me for multiple reasons. Number one, Central Leagues are not uh, re- what's the word? Reputable? Re- reputable. Reputable. Yeah. Reputable. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave you with the English. Um, they're not <laughs> reputable in the slightest. I mean, listen, we can talk about the Animal Crossing leaks that they tried to say was Pokemon. Um, <laughs> so, that was ridiculous. They tried to say that Pokemon Legends Arceus will have new forms as it's a, as it's a main series game. I think that was fairly obvious. Um, they make safe claims that sometimes are true but you know it's claim like they're basically gonna say oh there's gonna be an elite four in generation nine like fucking hell really you know so they've made a claim that uh 2022 will be an amazing year for pokemon right so fancy i want to get your opinion on this what do you think of this claim do you i mean by all means you share your opinion how you feel do you think that they know something that we don't do you think that 2022 will be a phenomenal year for pokemon what do you think I mean, that claim is like a, uh, how do you call it? It, it? it doesn't provide any information and it's like a, it's like, it's like, guess. Right. It, it's like saying, yeah. oh, 20, the year 2022 is going to be an even number. It's kind of like that. It's like, you know, obviously. <laughs> it's in the eye of the beholder, right? What would yeah. you classify a phenomenal year for Pokemon, right? I think it's a safe claim to say that Generation 9 will be out next year, right? The only reason why Generation 9 wouldn't be out next year is if they were to release two um, Legends RCS DLCs and then they bring out Generation 9 on the earlier uh, on the early part of 2023. That's the only way I see Generation... I see Generation 9 either being fall 2022 or spring um you know coming close to summer 2023 but i think generation nine will be coming out next year i think that's a safe bet uh, i think detective pikachu 2 will be out because what they revealed that a year and a half ago but we've heard nothing since so i think i think detective pikachu 2 will be out they might announce pokemon explorers time and space dx uh, time and darkness sorry um mm-hmm mystery dungeon games they could announce them as i believe dx did really well for red and blue i think that did really well for nintendo so they'll probably want to announce them but okay what would you class as a phenomenal year onesie what do you think of this statement uh the only way 2022 can be 2021 is if they actually release pokemon sleep that's my opinion oh my my god pokemon (laughs) sleep bro (laughs) sleep oh man remember that Remember sleep. Fucking hell. I've got the ability insomnia, man. I swear to God. I don't know what that means. Now, you know, I don't know. Like, Pokemon Sleep, I actually don't think it exists anymore. I think that, I think it was a project. Like, it's like the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Do you remember that? That was on the same showcase. They announced yeah, the that Pokemon as well. Go Plus Plus, the Pokemon Sleep. What, what was this? Was I swear, like, that was just a collective fever dream that we all had. It just doesn't exist. <laughs> Uh, the the Mandela effect is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. yeah the Mandela effect. 
Uh, in, in years, people will say, well, no, that never happened. And we'll be all crazy, rocking back and forth, going, no, Pokemon Sleep was fucking real. Um, okay, onesie. So this statement by Centro Leaks, what's your opinion? Oh, Centro Leaks, just... <laughs> I, uh, mate, honestly, like... <laughs> that's I, I, don't, I don't have anything to say about Centro Leaks, and I'm not saying that to be a, you know, like, I, I just... I, right, so I'm going to tell you a bit of a story. There was a, a YouTube account. Uh, I can't remember what they were called, but they they were basically an account that predicted a bunch of YouTubers' deaths, and they got them all spot on. Um, and they went viral because of it, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, they're psychic. They've they've got that. You know, there's some kind of secret organization going on." No, they fucking weren't. What was happening was that they were making a bunch of videos saying this YouTuber is going to die on this date because of this, and they'd make like seventy of them for each YouTuber. Uh, all saying very similar things, and they got they happened to get one correct, deleted all of the other videos they made saying it's going to be because of this, it's going to be because of that, and suddenly, off it's oh my god, that the, it's gone viral, and it's just bullshit. It's like psychics who claim that they can talk to the dead, it's it's just a bunch of random generalized statements it's absolutely ridiculous centro leagues about as much insiders as those people are like my uncle works for nintendo and he says that we're gonna have animal crossing uh super saiyan version you know (laughs) (laughs) fucking that would sell as well that's sad thing is (laughs) animal crossing Crossing, (laughs) i'd buy it Oh dear. Yeah, right. Okay. Let me just take a deep breath before I say this because they, they actually cause me depression. Talking about Central Leaks actually causes me depression. Like, oh my God. I'm sorry. No, okay. Hold on. Right. So, for people going on, what's your problem with Central Leaks? Now, I want to explain why they're not reputable in the slightest. So, uh, uh, memes aside, last year, no, no, it was actually this year after Diamond and Pearl got released. Um, they put up a picture that was meant to be a leak of the uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl trailer. And <laughs> so someone had dressed up their character on Animal Crossing um, as Dawn from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and sent it over to Central Leak saying, oh my God, this is a leak. And they post it on their Twitter. Everybody came out and roasted them and rinsed them. You know, like, I got banned for making a comment saying, guys, do you know when Pokemon Animal, Diamond and Crossing Pearl's coming out? I, I got banned for that comment. Um, <laughs> like, that they've made so many false claims in the past. Basically, they just see inside, they see people who put out information and they try and see if it's a safe bet. And if it is, they'll put it on Twitter and there you go. That, that's Central Leaks in a nutshell. They're idiots. I, I can't stand them. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to hate. I just, it's I the mean, same thing. I you do thing. mean to hate. We, we all mean to hate. They're garbage. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess. It just annoys me. They put out one tweet and then all of the fucking news reports is just, this This Pokemon insider makes huge claim. It's not a Pokemon insider. He's a fucking nerd. That, oh, fuck off. I, I'll, I'll roast the, I'll roast him in a minute. I'm mad. Okay. <laughs> Okay, mo- moving onwards from this. Do any of anything else you two want to throw up? Do, do you need therapy after after your rant there, sir? 
I think so. I, I, I don't know, mate. I, I just... They hurt my head. They hurt my head. And if anyone listening to this, please just comment. Flabberdash says hello. Actually, just comment when his um, Animal Diamond and Crash and Pearl coming out. I want to see how many people can get banned in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that right now. See if we can get banned <laughs> before the end of the podcast. <laughs> the winner gets a signed Trainer Lounge t-shirt in 2020 never. Um, Okay. So going forward, um, shall we talk about Pokemon Unite? Yes. <laughs> yes, boy. So there was an outstanding amount of excitement from everyone on the trainer lounge today. Um, so um, I actually have a news report here for Pokemon Unite. This was for last week. So this might be a little bit old for anyone who's listening. So don't worry. We're going to go into new reports of what's going on. So... Pokemon Unite, the mobile release, Lucario and Crustle had a game-breaking glitch um, that was causing Lucario to one-hit everybody with an extreme speed glitch that people were using. Um, You would hold A and B at the same time as using extreme speed, at least I believe that's what was happening, and you would cause a massive amount of damage towards any Pokemon that you hit. So, um, yeah, and Crustle had a glitch where its Unite move was just coming back at a ridiculous rate so uh yeah that was the two things that happened with crustle and lucario they have been fixed now however so um yeah don't worry you can go back onto ranked um you won't be getting one hitted but you probably will just not by lucario no, still um mamo swine <laughs> he's still ridiculous yeah probably yeah probably mamo swine came out september the 29th when i made the episode last week um it hadn't had come out but now it has um we'll get into mamo swine opinions in a minute um there was a new survey as well that people could answer and questions and i really like that they're doing surveys for their game um it shows that they're thinking about improvement thinking about what fans want um fans what fans don't want is a 40 dollar skin but we'll go into that as well oh, <laughs> Um, Battle Pass number two came out uh, with the space skin Gengar, which looks dope. Um, There was an LGBT um, article about Pokemon squads, Pokemon Unite squads, not allowing any reference to the gay community to be used, which was causing quite a stir online. Um, We can choose to discuss that or move further. I don't care. I I do care. uh, Whatever. Listen, I'm just reporting news. Don't shoot the messenger. Um, right, so that was the news for last week. So, Fancy, is there anything else big that's happening in Unite right now that you can recall? Uh, well, well Sylveon just got announced and it's going to come out uh, this upcoming Tuesday, a week after Mamoswide literally just came out. What, so. what date's that? Sorry, what date I'm right now? 5th, right? 5th October? Yeah, the 5th at uh, 5pm PST. If that's when okay. it's scheduled to... To come out. Yep. Is there anything else happening with Unite apart from uh, the uh, any any big announcements or things that are happening coming coming up other than the uh, Sylveon? Well, you 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 obviously mentioned about the forty dollar skin. Um, yeah. The yeah. lower well, skin that just came out. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll go into that. We'll go into that definitely. I think we we need to right. But before we do, I just want. I don't know ones if you've had chance to play them yet. I'm assuming fancy. Have you tried out Mamo Swan yet? Uh yeah. Every I'm 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 already making like a kind of a video of my thoughts on it. Mamo Swan is basically more of a. I would say the more it's a like a tank, like a just a defensive tank. Uh, it doesn't really do much damage. It's mostly meant to just protect your goal zones and prevent your opponent and just get your opponents 
off as well as a uh, crowd control, which is like it can yeah. handle a lot of points at once. So it's, it's a pretty interesting Pokemon. I think it's like I would say it's overpowered, but it's pretty good. It's balanced, so, right? Ba- yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go on, dude. Go on. No, no. That, that's a, that's that's what I think of him. Yeah, I mean, ones. Have you played as Mamoswan yet? I have, yeah. I had a quick go at him. It feels very similar to um, kind of... It, sounds, it feels a bit like Pantheon from League of Legends. Um, I don't know if you, you play any League fancy. Uh, I know Florosh doesn't. Uh, uh... I, I played once because uh, I wanted to get Fizz, and then I stopped playing. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand. <laughs> God, League is like a curse, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, it feels a bit like Pantheon without the damage out- output for any uh, any MOBA nerds out there. Um, he got a lot of crowd control, and as you say, he's good at defending. He's good at keeping people in place. Uh, if Mamoswine locks onto you, you're basically not moving, um, which is good, but also bad <laughs> if you're uh, you know the person targeted by it. So it feels like it's it was designed with a specific role in mind and that role was just to be a cc bot which is nice but i don't know um i think everyone saw mamaswine being one of the most offensive wall breakers in the entire franchise and thought oh my god this thing's gonna wreck havoc it's gonna cause so much damage um and it's felt a little bit underwhelming to people who expected that at least, at least that's from you know my my general consensus from what i've seen yeah i mean I think, as Fancy just said, and as you just said, like, let's say, for example, with Blastoise, that came out, it's still very overpowered. Um, you know, it's a, it came out, it's unbalanced. Like, I'm not trying to say Mamo Swine is underwhelming, but it feels like meh. It doesn't feel rubbish. It doesn't feel phenomenal. It just feels the way it should. It's balanced, right? It's a fun time if you know what you're doing. Um, do I think there's better defenders? Yes. Blastoise, um, <laughs> uh, maybe that's wrong. Fancy, what's your opinion? Where does it stack with the defenders right now? Um, against the defenders, sorry. Well, like if you play a lot of like different games, you know, there's like usually two types of defenders the defending kinds and the, the offensive ones. Like, for example, Blastoise is more of an offensive one, he has high damage output, and you know, he could take hits. Well, Mouse One, yeah takes hits and very works very defensively. So those are like different roles. I believe Mamoswine yeah. and Blastoise together in a single lane is very deadly. Uh in my opinion. I can see that. I can see that. Um no, no I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So if I were to rank him, I would say Mamoswine's probably in the middle of the tanks, I would say. I still think Blastoise is top tier. Slowbro, yeah. he's been like low like for a while, ever since they nerfed him, Crustle. I I know Crustle's been getting better lately, so I would put Crustle second. And Snorlax, I don't know where to put Snorlax at the, at this point. <laughs> I I don't even put Crustle as a defender. I know it is, but for me, Crustle's just a little bastard that goes around scoring. That, that's all of that's yeah. all I look at. Crustle. It, it does it does have defensive capability if that's how you choose to play it, right? Yeah, Crystal's like Blastoise. He's more of an offensive tank. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, what is it? Score shield, uh, focus band, uh, buddy barrier. You know, activate shell smash. Go run to the goal. Score, then just run away. That, that's how I play, Crystal. <laughs> just, just score goals, man. 300, 300 goals. Uh, three hundred goal score a game. 
But uh, pretty much, if you want goals and you want to become possible MVP, I think the MVP system in United's a bag of shit. Honestly, I think MVP means nothing. People look at MVP and think they're the most valuable player. You're not. The chances are most MVPs have actually caused people to lose the game because they're not team players. Yeah, because um, not, while, not, while the teams are having having team fights over Dreadnought, the MVP, because they've scored more goals, is up top getting 20 points in uh, or 30, 40 points in while the team loses Dreadnought down in bot lane. But you're the MVP because you scored the most points. You, yeah, just, just don't listen to the MVP system. It's more... It's your life out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's your opinion on the MVP system, Fancy? You know, do you have any opinion on it, per se? Uh, I don't care much about it. It's Well, the MVP yeah. system is usually based on medals. I don't know if you noticed that. So, like, you get medal for most goals scored, most kills, most assists. All that adds yeah. up, and usually it's whoever has the most medals uh, usually gets it. But I know, like, goals is usually, like, a, a bigger medal, I guess you could say. It's a bigger yeah, factor, right? More. Bigger yeah, factor. weighted yeah. more heavily to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. But yeah, so you know that that's really it with like um with the Mama Swine and everything. But the big news and rightly so is causing a huge backlash in the community. Um, it's disgusting, honestly. I have nothing good to say about it. I think it's probably the worst thing they have done. Um, with Pokemon Unite, I have seen so far, and that has to be so. For those that don't know, right now there's a skin. It's a pretty cool skin for Nine Tails, where it's wearing like a dress, um, and the skin also comes with, I believe, I mean, fancy by all means, tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe the skin also comes with a character customization skin for the player. Is that correct? Uh, it 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 does. There is one, but it's sold separately. It doesn't come with that forty dollars price tag. That's separate. Oh, right there, yeah, I'm completely that's wrong. Then what? So, it, yeah. so if you want both of them, it's actually sixty bucks. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, so, for those that don't know, um, so, for example, some of the biggest skins in the game, in my opinion, you've got the Cinderace Pirate skin, which was the Battle Pass 1 reward that you got for that. You've had the Talonflame Pilot skin, which you got in the lottery system in the game, which some people don't like, but it is what it is. Um, you know, you've got the new uh, Garchomp one, where it's like a cowboy, which you can also get from the lottery system, which I I, I have got. Same thing with the Snorlax uh Petcha berry, is it a petcha? No, it's a pineapple berry. No, it's a citrus. Hey, oh, is that get cit- corrected. <laughs> oh, get corrected. Sorry, I played too much Pokemon Go, man. Um, it looks just like <laughs> a pineapple, but yeah, so citrus berry, uh, Snorlax. But this skin, oh man, Jesus fucking Christ, what happened with this skin? So, this, um, I was gonna say Absol, this nine tail skin will cost you $40 just for the skin. Just for the skin. Listen, I want you two to talk about this because I am so tired of fucking shitting on companies for doing shitty practices. So, uh, right. Fancy, uh, Wanzi, you two argue over it and take the stage. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you go first, Fancy, because I do have something to say on this. But uh... Okay. Well, it is a free-to-play game. I know like games like, uh, let's say, Fortnite, they do sell skins and stuff like that. But like $40, it's like basically like the, the combo is basically... The equivalent of a, ni- a new Nintendo Switch game. Um, it's really ridiculous. I'm pretty sure they're just doing this just to test the waters, because uh, there's been leaks of the up- more upcoming skins, and I'm I'm afraid that they're gonna uh, charge the- that much for those skins. Because I know like Blastoise is getting this cool firefighter skin, um, so I'm pretty sure they they are gonna do the same with this. 
uh, forty bucks. Uh, I don't, I don't see. I think pretty sure there's there's a lot of backlash right now. I pretty sure they're just gonna lower it, uh, like in a week from now, and just refund everyone else the money. That's my opinion. refund. I, I don't, I don't see a refund personally. Refund but... like in in gems, kind of. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Like maybe compensation, right? Here's some gems, some tickets, some coins. We were sorry, uh, we messed up. I, I don't know. Uh, okay, what ones? What what's your what's your opinion on this? So for me, this this uh, this skin was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back for me. And over like the this this afternoon, I mean, I've already wrote sixteen hundred words on a video on why I'm really worried about Unite. Um, like I've so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it into perspective a little bit. So skins for MOBAs, as Fancy said, other games like I mean, like you say, Fortnite and League of Legends and uh, Smite and Vainglory and all the other MOBAs out there, they all do like skins and they're cosmetics only as they should be, and they're all fine. Um, back in the day, back in the day, so it shows how old I am. <laughs> uh, back in 2016, uh, for League of Legends, there was a skin for one of the characters called Lux, and this skin was called Elementalist Lux. Uh, and this skin was around $30 for the skin, which honestly was, you know, it was quite expensive for the time. But for what you got with this skin, you got basically 30 or 13, sorry, ones 30, sorry, 30. Uh, $30. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was around $30 for the Master Edition. And the Master Edition of that skin came with a bunch of different color combinations. And each of these color combinations represented a different element on the, the, the champion. Uh, and that basically changed the animation and the look of each of their abilities. So her W, which was a shield when you were using the Earth color, would put a, like a, an earthy aura around you and show a little animation of some some rocks coming out of the, the ground to shield you. Um, purely and, cosmetic though, right? Purely yeah, purely cosmetic. cosmetic. Yeah, didn't do yeah. anything for the, the, the actual damage or, you know, anything like that. It was purely Blame cosmetic. Play, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the whole idea around the skin was that she was the master of all of the elements and she could use them to protect and to damage. And... There was a whole like anime comic series and a, an animation based around the skin, uh, which gave a bunch <laughs> of you know a, a bunch of character development to the character. It really expanded the lore. And even though it was the most expensive skin ever at that point, you could see the amount of effort and the way it added to the lore and you know the actual quality of the skin was there. For this, all we're getting is a slight cosmetics change to nine tails and that's it uh, like it looks good it's a good looking skin but for 40 dollars how can you justify that and i get what i get what you're saying fancy they are probably just testing the waters and they will probably revert the price at some point but it's the audacity to think that you can go up against like i don't think there's another 40 dollar skin in any moba right now and Pokemon Unite is in a worse place than every other MOBA at the moment. I don't think there is any way that Nintendo can look at this and just be like, yeah, $40, that sounds about right. Compare it to everything can I ask on the a, market. Can I ask a quick question? Sorry, once, just so yep, we yep. can establish. Um, also, Fancy, feel free to answer this too. Because um, I'm not aware. So certain skins in Pokemon Unite have a dynamic effect. So an example of this would be the pirate skin for Cinderace, where in the menu, it has a cool cinematic where it's on a ship um when you return to home it jumps in a barrel it, it has a fire effect when you're running 
You know, it adds a it adds a cosmetic effect to the Pokemon in the gameplay. Does this skin do that, or is it purely just a just a you know? An, uh, yes, is it, it has all that as well. So it is. It's a dynamic skin like these premium. It's a premium skin, shall we say? Yeah, compared yeah, to yeah. just the, yeah, okay. It, right, it would so. be a premium skin, yeah. And so, oh, all right then. Yeah, no, I was, I was going to say to you, continue with your point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so the the difference between that and the elementalist lux skin that i would uh, i would talk about is basically that there wasn't just the skin there was the whole anim- animate eh, oh my god uh, the whole comic animation sequence there was the whole lore aspect of it there was the fact that they'd put together all of it because for, for league um basically every skin has its own sort of different look and they've got like their own little artwork when you're going into game um but, the backstory and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it kind of, it kind of shows a bit of the backstory and it's like a portrait of them. Um for some of the the skins, they would create like animated ones and like like there's a there's a skin called DJ Sona, which is like her on like a you know one of their DJ booths, like scratching records and stuff, and it just does that over and over again with some techno music in the background. Like they put the extra mile into the skins to make sure. Okay, if you're paying thirty dollars for a skin, we know it's a little bit inflated, but you're going to feel like you've paid thirty dollars, and it's going to look like you've paid a lot of money for it. With this, even if they do do some dynamic changes, like they change the color of its sparkles or give its blizzard a little bit of a different thing, I can't see what they're going to do to make it feel like a premium skin compared to other offerings on the market. And it's it's really it's it reeks of greed and corporate greed. And I thought Unite was different because they've been responding to the pay to win stuff and they've been responding to all of the people have been suggesting through the surveys. It just kind of shattered that whole illusion for me. This did. And even if they do refund it, I just don't see how they could have justified it in the first place. It's it's really annoyed me. It's really it's like it's like. Obviously not as extreme, but I like to make extreme comparisons. It's like murdering someone and going, "Oh, is that not okay?" Oh, sorry, I won't do it again. Like <laughs> it, it's like it's like they've gone. Oh wait, oh oh shit, people are not happy with this. Uh, right, what do we do? What um, gaffer ten cent? What do we do? Right, here's what we here's what we do. Right, say we're really sorry. We um we we got the price completely wrong. In the future, skins won't be priced this, and then just give them a little bonus, and then you know, communicate with them a little bit. They'll fall for it. Yeah, they'll fucking love that. Go on, do it. And that's how I see it. I think Fancy's right. I think this will be um, lowered. And I think, again, the people that have put a lot of money will be... Uh, it's like when they updated the item system, right? They gave people, like, level 30 item boost so people could put their items to level 30. They've, they've tried to add in a more friendly approach that's not as hardcore pay to win. And what makes me laugh is this skin isn't pay to win in the slightest, but it's just ridiculous. Like, as Fancy said as well, this is near the price of a triple A game, right? Uh, oh, man. Listen, anyone out there that's got £30 to spare, uh, $40, uh, yeah, it's pretty much £40 here too, right? If you have that much much money to spare, go and buy Hollow Knight. Go and buy Ori, Will of the Wisps. There's so many, there's so much better experiences you can get with your money than a fucking cosmetic skin. I, I don't. Listen, I could go on about this for hours. I really could. I, I want to give you two a chance to talk, though. I spoke enough on the podcast, truthfully. But, um... <laughs> You've been that bad, don't worry. <laughs> I have, honestly, but, um... 
like fancy do you, do you justify any of it do you think do you think like it's a good skin do you think it's you know like what, what's your opinion of this compared to the other premium skins i mean like so far like the premium skins like this is technically this is the first premium skin that's been in the shop the other premium skins we got was cinderace which is a battle battle pass exclusive uh, Gengar, also Battle Pass exclusive. And then the last one's Talonflame, which is the uh, energy rewards. So technically, this is like the first skin to come out like that. But uh, like the, the price tag doesn't really justify it. Like it's it's a beautiful skin, yeah. don't get me wrong. I, I think it's a very great skin. I like the animation effects and all that. But they they I don't know. I think they're just valuing it too much. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's as you've just said, though. Like, I, I agree with you so much. And um, this is my problem, though, right? It's a dynamic skin. It's a premium skin, if you will. But so's Talonflame's pilot, right? So's, I mean, I think, does Talonflame's pilot have an effect like Cinderace's pirate one? Is Because I think the pilot is also a premium one. Is that correct? I'm sure it has an effect. Yeah, it is a premium, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's the... I don't remember like, anything. I just barely unlocked it, to be honest. I know like, mo most premium skins, like usually they affect like the pre-evolutions, like like for example, Cinderace Score Bunny will have like a pirate hat. Fleshling yeah, has like cool. a pilot hat. Like usually the pre-evolutions will have it. So I'm pretty sure like Vulpix has. That's what defines a like, dynamic skin as well. I want a real, I want a real Nine Tails for forty pound. I'll be honest. I want them to deliver a Nine Tails to my house for forty fucking pound. <laughs> That's how, mate. I expect a real Nine Tails for this money, man. Listen, my real life kitten cost me sixty pound, which equivalents to forty dollars. You're telling me this skin is worth more than my cat? Fuck that. Oh man. Oh, look, I'm chatting shit. I know, but it's just. What else can you do other than talk shit about this? Like, is there anything good about this? I, I can't think. Fancy, I don't know about you. Did, is there anything good about this? You know, the price, anything. I don't think there is. I really don't. But I mean, if, if you think there is, by all means, shoot. Be 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 your deathbed with the community. But uh... <laughs> but no, there's no there's no uh, like there's no positives honestly with the price. Like it's all yeah. negative. Yeah, so what's, that's, what's this um... perspective? Um, I've just out of curiosity, just looked up the uh, the skin spotlight did for the Alex Love 2016 um, when it was released to show you all of the basically like all the different forms, everything that was new about the character. The video is 22 minutes long. There is 22 minutes worth of differences to show you and like to make sure you've seen everything new that the skin comes with. The Alola Nine Tails one. The, the nine tails one basically i've just i've just looked up a review for that to show you everything that's different about it you can show everything that's different about the the, the skin in about one minute 30 like <laughs> ev it, it's it's so ridiculously overpriced. i wish that i could come on here and defend this so that we could have a bit of controversy on the you know the between us and have an argument or something but it's disgusting oh How you want you want you want controversy oh yeah that sounds a bit of controversy go on Right, so yeah, let's play devil's advocate then one. So I'm gonna play devil's advocate for this uh Alolan Nine Tails, right? And um you two can try and argue with me. You want controversy? I'll give you controversy because there will be <laughs> there will be people like this. Now, everyone, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I've already shared my real opinion on this, but 
for sake of entertainment, right? So, Wanda, you start this off by asking me how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the sacred? Uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty cool skin, to be honest. I think um, it's really high quality, and I, I like the animation, what they do. Um, I think it's a really nice skin. I don't really see the problem, really. Good. I, well, I, I completely agree with the you know the quality of the skin. But uh, what do you think about the price tag? I mean, is it pay to win? I mean, no, but it shouldn't be because it's a skin. Yeah, so my point is, my I only have an issue with pay to win because that's not fair. But if you know this, this doesn't give you any boost to gameplay. I don't know why people are moaning. If you don't want to, if you don't want to buy it, don't pay the price. I suppose. How much did you pay for Pokemon Sword and Shield? <laughs> um, I I paid. I think sixty pound. It was sixty pound. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, that's about how much you'd be paying for this skin. Uh, technically not, because it's about forty pound. But to take twenty dollars off. Let, let's not let's not hate the skin too much, because I think that's unfair. What if you What if you want the trainer outfit too? I mean, the thing is, the trainer outfit, mate. You're not really going to see unless somebody clicks on your profile or you're in someone's lobby. So to me, the trainer outfit don't mean much. I think the skin's worth the money. And if you don't want to buy the skin, you don't have to pay for it, do you? They're not forcing you to, so I don't see the problem. I want to punch you so bad. <laughs> I want to punch you so bad. <laughs> right. Obviously, my honest opinion is I think it's a bag of shit. Like, skins are not worth this much money. But uh, that point does stand. Obviously, you, you aren't forced to buy it, right? I get the point of, you know, the argument, and I do agree with both of you. It's the fact of how worrying that they can be so disregarded with the prices they can be so out of touch with their fan base that they even thought this was okay whether or not they're testing the waters you know i don't think you should test the waters with this you know it's a ridiculous price to put up in the first place um so yeah don't do that like okay but this is the question i'll ask before we move on to the final segment of the show what price tag is okay for you two let's say it's behind a paywall which it is right there's no way to get it otherwise than paying a ridiculous amount of gems what do you what what price do you think um, this would be acceptable for? What's the limit you'd pay for this? First off, we'll go with Fanta. Um, I mean, like they they already have like twenty dollars skins, like they have the the Charizard, the Greninja. There's a twenty dollars skin, so uh, and no one's really complaining about that. I think the twenty dollars is alright. That's usually how much you pay for a Fortnite skin. Uh, I don't know about League of Legends skins, but. I think $20 or below is good. Nothing more than that. Yeah. What about you, Wong? I think I think Fancy's right there. Um, $15 to $20 for skins is decent. Um, obviously, with some skins, you're gonna they're going to be more higher quality than others. You're going to have your premium skins and your legendary skins that, uh, you know, they're, they're worth more because more effort's been put into them. But I don't think they should go any higher than $30 at the most. Um, and then to justify a $30 price tag, how the fuck it works. It's got to be all singing, all dancing, new voice lines, new animations, new, you know, you got to market the thing correctly. It's got to expand the law. You've got to justify it. Like if you can't justify for the amount of work and the amount of content you're getting, I don't think it's worth it. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, let us know in the cot now, obviously. (laughs) I mean, yeah. by all means, uh, yeah, man, just send us a tweet on Trainer Lounge. Anyone's welcome to do that, by the way. 
if anyone listens, feel free to follow us. And if you want to tweet us some random bullshit that you want me to retweet, maybe it could be a cat killing an old granny. I'll retweet that for jokes. Um, no, look, uh, okay, one, you, you, you know, you know a lot about League of Legends. Does League of Legends have a battle pass system? Uh, oh, League of Legends itself doesn't, um, but they do have like event passes. Um, at least for some of their events, they all do like a battle pass system where you can get the the, the regular rewards, like the free rewards after competing in the event, but you can purchase the specific like event rewards, uh, like the, the the proper premium ones, basically. Um, but, so would you have to pay that with real money or does the money get converted to some kind of currency? It gets converted to, to currency first. So you'd have to buy that currency and then use that currency straight up buy it. So is there any way to earn that currency other than putting money in the game? Uh, there are other ways you can do it. Like, I think that there's some plugins that you can do and you can, like, answer. But they give you, they take up so much of your time and you get so much, like, so little for it that it's just not worth it. Um, right. So, okay. So so here's my thing with this, right? And sorry to interrupt you, my dude. Do you have anything else to add to that? No, 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 no. Go on, go on. Right. So... I want to use, uh, there's a couple of games that have a battle pass system and I, I want to share my experience with them games. So a few games I mentioned, Red Dead Redemption has a battle pass system, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, really? Call of yeah, yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 does. It has, it's called an outlaw pass. You buy it with gold bars, which is the real money currency, right? You, you put money in the game, you get gold bars. And then you, you buy these passes with the gold bars. But in these passes, you get about 40 gold bars back, which would give you enough gold bars to afford another outlaw pass when the next one comes out. Um, very similar to Call of Duty. If you buy a, the battle pass on Call of Duty, um, you buy it with card points, right? You can mm -hmm. earn card points from the battle pass and then spend them on the next battle pass. You don't have to put more money on the game. Um, Fortnite, very similar aspect. The battle pass for Fortnite has, um, I can't think what the fucking currency is called, but uh, you get Fortnite currency from the battle pass too. With Pokemon Unite, there is no way at all to get gems other than putting money in the game. That's the problem. Um, is rid ridiculous price. Would this Absol be a problem if there was other ways to get gems? I don't think it would be. I, I mean, okay, it's a steep price, right? But if there was another way to get gems in the game, other than having to put money in. So it's like the Battle Pass. With the Battle Pass, you have to buy it. There's no way to earn gems back in the Battle Pass, like other games, where you can buy the next Battle Pass for free, right? There's no way to earn gems. You have to put money in the game to get gems, and I hate that. Not many games do it. All the other games are very consumer-friendly, but this game just really fucking isn't, and that's the problem, in my opinion. Uh, anything you two want to add to that? Uh, do you think you know there should be a way to earn gems? I don't know. What's your opinion? I think there should be like uh, I mean, if you think about it, like ten, like the well, how much is the battle pass? Like ten bucks, right? Like the the one for Unite. You you're essentially yeah. paying for the the exclusive hollower if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. With all of the you know gems and everything, of course. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you get some for free, right? In the battle pass, you you get like various items for free, but not the premium skin that's always locked. And the skin you get at the start. So, like, the Pikachu baseball cap and the Lucario, I want to say, yeah, for Battle Pass 2. Yeah, so, you know, you are right. You know, they're, they're the premium items you get. There's also gems that are locked unless you have the Battle Pass. Some gems are free, some are not. Um, 
um, amongst various other cosmetics as well in the game. But again, my issue with this is there's no way to get gems other than spending money. There's no, like Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go get gets a Pokemon Go gets a rap for you know being pay to win or or whatever. But Pokemon Go, I'll give them the due. There is a way to earn 50 coins a day by putting Pokemon in the gym. Over a week, that works up to, what, 250? Well, 300, uh, 350, right? So if you were to do that for a month, after a month, you'd have a 1,000 coins that you could spend on something. You don't necessarily have to put money in. There is a free aspect to, to get it, right? Mm-hmm. In this game, in this game, there's not. There, there just isn't. There's, there's no way to be able to grind and, you know, feel like you've unlocked these skins through hard work, you have to spend money. And, and that's the issue. Like, ones, what, what, what would you say to that? Think about all of the worst gacha games in history. Like, where... Pokemon you... Masters. Well, yeah, Pokemon Masters. <laughs> God. Um, Pokemon Masters, Genshin Impact, Duralia Lost, all of those. Every single one of those that's like, oh, you have to spend all this money. In Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links and stuff like that. All of those, you're able to get currency in the game and purchase uh, stuff in the game with the in-game currency that you've earned from playing the game. In this, you can't get any skins from, you know, in-game stuff. Like, it's just a little bit ridiculous that you can't do that. But that seems to be, like, the MOBA standard. Like, you can't do that in League of Legends. You can't do that in... League of Legends Wild Rift. I don't think you can do it in Smite. I don't think Vainglory has the option. So I can see why Pokemon Unite have done it this way. But if you're going to do it this way, you have to get your price point right. And if you don't, you're opening yourself up to scrutiny. Yeah. I mean, fancy, what would you say to that? I personally agree completely. I've got nothing much to add. Uh, to I, that agree, I agree as well. I, I don't have anything either. Right. Well, that's uh, Tencent's unfortunate. You know, recently they've done very well. There's not a lot I can say against them. This is the thing, though, that's muddied the water for me. This is the thing where I'm like, huh. So, <laughs> you know, you've, rep- you've you've responded really well to people. You've done really well with the bugs. You know, you've um, you've balanced certain Pokemon correctly, in my opinion. You know, you, you balanced Pokemon that needed it really badly, like Wigglytuff, um, you know, amongst other Pokemon. But this is where, again, some people will say, like, I did play Devil's Advocate. Some people will go, yeah, but you don't have to have it. It's not essential, right? And while that is, I do think that's a fair argument. Again, it comes back to, it's a ridiculous price. Like, no, if there was a way to earn money, maybe people could grind for like months to, to earn this skin and it would feel good. But until that's a possibility, I think this is a scummy practice. And um, I have nothing else to say about Pokemon Unite unless any of you two do. Probably best to move on from it then, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry to end that one on a bit of a downer. Um, but to moving on to more positive outcomes. So... For those that obviously know, um, on the Trainer Lounge, we try and have guests on when guests would like to come on. And um, it was very nice of uh, Mr. Fancy Charmander to come on today and be a guest. And first of all, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you for coming on today, Fancy. We hope, you've, uh, we hope you're enjoying your experience. Um, oh, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. But what we'd like to do, so we have a segment on this show for people that come on. Um called character spotlight where we ask you certain questions about not not really deep questions about you personally but stuff to do with pokemon and 
stuff to do with you as an individual regarding Pokemon, right? Okay. So the first question is, Fancy, what got you into Pokemon? Oh, okay. All right. So, so I believe I was like around, I would say four or five years old. I remember walking to a grocery store and they had a sell on VH, VHS tapes. I don't know if you guys know that those, what those are. Wait, how, how old are you out of interest? I'm 26. You don't have to answer that. I'm tw- I just turned 25 recently. Okay, so hey, we're, 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 we're yeah, we're all similar age, right? Okay, yeah. So, me, what you're about to say uh, sounds extremely similar to me, but um, carry on. Sorry. So they had to sell on VHS, VHS tapes, and then it was like a bunch of uh, po- like for a dollar you get a, a Pokemon VHS tape as like a single episode, and I noticed this like orange like lizard kind of creature on a bunch of them, so I decided <laughs> to get a bunch of them. Uh, I believe, and then. You know, when I got home, I popped the one in. The my the first ever episode I, I actually saw was the the iconic Charmander Destroy Pokemon episode. And you know, I, I was a little sad. I was like, man, I want to be that that Charmander's trainer. And that that's kind of why I, I I'm a big Charmander fan, obviously, just because of that. And then ever since that, I got got more into Pokemon, the franchise, the games, all all that good stuff. Yeah, no, that's cool. Like. With that, you've just said the grocery store. Like that that really does ring home a lot with me. I was four or five at the time. I remember correctly. Um, this was well. It, I was about I was about three ish, four ish. Um, nineteen ninety nine was when it started to become big. Um, you know, in the Western world, mm-hmm. like America and UK. Um, and I remember I always used to watch stuff like fucking Thomas the Tank or Tweenies or shit like that. And my dad every Saturday would always take me into Woolworths. What a shop! Um, over here, we had a shop called Woolworths, and it was like it was like HMV. It was like a media store where you'd buy, you know, CDs, games, and stuff like that. And um, he always let me get a VHS tape of something. And I saw this Pokemon thing, and I saw a you know a cute yellow character, now known as the most popular mascot in history of gaming. Um, and I bought volume two of the Pokemon anime, and since then I've not looked back. So uh, yeah, man, very similar, very very similar. Um, okay, so what's your favorite generation in Pokemon? I mean, I like Generation 1 a lot, but um, I would say my favorite generation. Oh, that's, so, that's, that's a good question. So, so, when I say, so when I say generation, I don't mean which generation for gaming. I mean, like, um, your generation for the Pokemon that was introduced in that generation. What would you say would be the best so Gen 1, you know, 1 to 51, Gen 2, uh, what, 152 to 250. What, what would you say the best generation is? Uh, it's a little controversial, but I would say Gen 6. Is, uh, I, li- I like the designs of a lot of Pokemon from Gen 6. Uh, yeah, like, I, mean, I like this guy. Yeah. I like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's hard to disagree. It's very hard to disagree. But yeah, sorry, carry on. Yeah, like my favorite ones, I would say it will be Ag Slash. It's probably one of my favorite mons from the generation. Obviously, yeah, Gren- yeah. Greninja's you know a badass design. I like Talonflame mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of good mons in that generation. I like uh, Malamar. I would say Malamar. I, I I I like that like how his evolution works. I think it's pretty unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head with um, uniqueness of Gen Six. I think the uh, 64, 64, was it sixty four Pokemon? 
not Pokedex. It was the 60s, right? 60-something. What was it? Like in the, it, was a, it was a very short. I think it's a, one of the smallest like to be added. Yeah, um, no, it is. It is currently the smallest generation we've had so far. But like, but you can see why with the quality of the character designs, right? For all the the Pokemon that was introduced, um, there's not many. I can't think of any that are awful in Gen Six. Um, that that you know make me think, okay, that Pokemon's a bit shit. But um, yeah. No, no, definitely. So your favorite gens, Gen Six for Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this next question's fairly obvious, but I'll ask it anyway. Uh, your favorite Pokemon? I'm going to, to assume it's your mascot, but uh, what is your favorite Pokemon? Oh, well, obviously my my mascot Charmander is my favorite Pokemon. Uh, you know, I I like Charmander. I didn't even know about Charizard when I first like like Charmander. Uh, yeah. I, I ended up finding about Char, 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 Charizard like later on as I watched the. Because I grew up with the anime. As I watched the anime, I, I he evolved. I was like, oh, what the, what happened to my Charmander? What, like, what happened to the Charmander? <laughs> where did he go? Why does he look weird now? Yeah, but I, I love Charmander so much. Like, I even dedicated... I did... I remember Pokemon Heartgold, I want to say. Because uh, you get a... In the end of the game, you get a free, like, Kanto can, starter. And I ended up getting Charmander. And I decided to max it out to like level 100 and make it com- competitive making it a competitive charmander uh, oh, charmander not. those two words don't go in the same sentence my dude <laughs> I, I respect nah but i respect that though because like i mean my favorite people think it's for memes but it actually isn't like, my favorite pokemon fairly obvious due to the trainer lounge but it is bidoof um mm. it used to be pikachu but i mean I just love Bidoof because of the hatred it gets as a Pokemon. I actually really, really like it. And the fact that Poker, it had its own Bidoof day. The only Pokemon to have an official day is Bidoof. So it's just, go with that with what you will. Um, yeah, so yeah, Charmander, not, not, not an unpopular pick. Definitely can see why that would be someone's favourite. Um, okay, favourite Pokemon game. What's your favourite Pokemon game? Pokemon game. Believe it or not, it's going to be Pokemon Channel from the GameCube days. What a mad lad. Oh, I don't know many other people that have actually played that game. Yeah, oh, I yeah. spent yeah. many hours on that game. Uh, mostly, like, I like like all, all aspects of that game. I like how you can, you know, there's a trading card aspect to it. There's a lot of quizzes. You can explore different areas. You basically watch TV shows. Uh, it was I, a parent, right? Channel was like a substitute parent. You could play a game, you could watch TV. Like, yo, that game was sick, man. Fucking yeah. hell, Channel. What See, a game. I just used to use it to get endless amounts of Jirachis at the end as well. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it had the paint channel as well, right? I'm pretty sure you could paint Pokemon. I think that's right. I might be wrong. I haven't played it. I think so. It's, it's been forever since I played it. I kind of want to play it. I think next year is going to be the 20th anniversary, I want to say. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think my so, channel yeah. came out back in like 2001, 2002. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and then another, no, guy, like, oh, what? It, it came out after that. Sorry, no, I'm thinking it came out, I think. 2003. Yeah, it would, 2003. Yeah, it, would, it, it came out after Gen 3 because it was compatible with them games, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely came out after Gen 3. Let's but, get um, Detective Wormsy on the case. Pokemon. Oh my God, you type in Pokemon channel. Oh, here we go. So it came out in 2003. You are correct. July the yeah. 18th. Yeah, so just after um, just after the Gen 3 games. Um, okay, so I probably should have specified, but um, that's actually a really interesting answer I don't think we've had before. Okay, what's your favourite main series game, then? 
main series. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, honestly, Hardcore Soul Silver, I would say. It was, is yeah, that considered yeah. main? Is that con- <laughs> that's considered main series, right? Of course, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just like the. I was. I, I remember spending a lot of time on it. I like how you can go to. You get two regions for the price of one. I like the Pokey Walker because I, I remember like during I think middle school is when it came out. I remember I would like always have it, have my little Charmander with me, getting random <laughs> items. So it was it, pretty fun. It, it, it's it's funny you mention that. A little fun fact for people in trivia. At the time of release, the Pokey Walker was actually one of the best pedometers uh, in the world for, for steps. It was one of the most advanced step counters that you could have on the market. Most um, smartwatches, well, smartwatches wasn't a thing at that point. That was coming into transitioning. But it was one of the most advanced technological things that could count steps of any product in the world. So just a little interesting thing for people. Yeah, it was um, one of the most accurate pedometers. Mm. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, and also, a thing I found out today, if you wanted to buy yourself a copy of Pokemon Heart Gold or So Silver, still with the Pokewalker, you are looking at around $170 or $140 British pounds. So... Nice little bit of trivia for you there. Um, game prices are a bit fucked. <laughs> we went on to that before. Um, okay, Heart Gold Soul Silver, not, not an unpopular opinion. I think it's in it, it should be in everyone's top three. Maybe that's controversial. I think it should. I think it's a top tier game. I, I don't know many Pokemon games better than it. For me, Auras is up there, Emerald's up there, Platinum's up there, but Heart Gold Soul Silver is top notch. The events in the game, the two regions, the Pokemon following you. There's not much wrong with Heart Gold and Soul Silver, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Probably the best remakes, too. I mean, yeah, I, I'd even say they're better than all for remakes. But okay. Um, next question Are you a content creator? And if so, please advertise yourself and where we can find you. Uh, so I make content in like two different platforms. Like my primary one would be YouTube. Uh, it'll be at um, youtube.com slash uh, fancy charmander. Uh, I mostly post. Yeah, don't worry. All, all your links, by the way, will be in below as well in the description. I'll get right, them after cool. the podcast. So, yeah, don't worry. But, yeah, sorry, carry on. Uh, usually, I post guide videos whenever a Pokemon game comes out. I play uh, various games. I have some Minecraft, I a lot of Pokemon Unite. Uh, as of recent, I try to do a lot of like one shot videos. Um, like for example, I made one where it says, "Can I beat Pokemon Platinum?" But my, uh, but my starter like randomly evolves every level. I thought it was a fun one I did. Uh, I also make content over on TikTok, uh, same name, Fancy Charmander. And that one, I just basically post. It's basically all Pokemon content. Uh, I post like various like funny moments, guides. Uh, but all in the style of you know TikTok, less than a less than a minute videos. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Anywhere else like Twitch or anything else you want to throw up, um, like Twitter or is there anywhere else you want people to find you at? Uh, yeah. Like I'm, I'm on Twitter. I'm mostly I, I don't. I'm not really that active on Twitter. I'll be honest. I'll randomly like retweet something. Uh, but it's at at Charmander Fancy. Yeah. 
Okay, no, that's cool. Like, and as well, if you would like to check out um, Fancy Charmander's links, all of them will be in the description along with the link tree for the trainer lounge to find me and Wanzi. Um, Wanz, didn't you say you had checked out one of uh, Fancy's videos? Uh, you were talking about it when we were having the um, transition. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, so I, I've I didn't realize it, but I actually I'd watched your um, your Blastoise review sort of deal that you you'd done. Um, and I was honestly like, uh, I was quite impressed with it. Uh, I watch, I don't really watch too many Pokemon content creators just cause you know, I find a lot of them are to be really, I find a lot of it to be kind of garbage and a little bit, Cringing. a little bit super cringe. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. But I've, I've got to say you really weren't, it was, uh, it was a f refreshing to be honest. Uh, so you actually get, and not many people get this, uh, Monkferno got it last time, but you get the onesie seal of approval. Keep doing Ooh. what you're doing, and uh, it will be absolutely freaking amazing. So uh, definitely, definitely worth a try. Uh, keep up doing stuff with, you know, keep doing those sorts of videos, and it's, uh, it's definitely going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. It's a breath of fresh air. I actually really like your shorts content. Not to say your longer content isn't good. With me, I'm one of these people. I've got the attention span of a squirrel, honestly. Um, watching some of your shorts videos, that they're really straight to the point. They're really compact. Um, quite insightful as well. What was the video? I was watching it the other day. It was, you should not use this item. Is it the glasses? I can't think of what it is. No, it's the, um, it's the amplifier, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah, the energy amplifier. It's like a, it's a, it's a like a video because I was I decided to test it out uh, because I don't because I don't think it's that good because all it does it gives you extra damage. It doesn't really make your unite move go faster. Yeah, and I did multiple tests with it just to see if it's true, and then I found it to be true. Like it barely does it gives you maybe a one second faster on your unite move, which is not a big difference. Not really worth it. Absolutely, but like mirroring what Wanzi said, like I like your videos. Like again, when I get a guest on the train lounge, first of all, I don't mind people coming on at all. Like, I try and give anyone an opportunity. Anyone who wants to come and talk Pokemon, there's no specific. You don't have to be a content creator. We've had people come on who, you know, friends of Wanzi who just want to talk Pokemon, and that's cool. It's always nice though to have someone who's in the content creation scene because it's just interesting hearing about you know what they're doing what what they're looking forward to do and um but definitely keep up with what you're doing do you know what i mean there's um it's some really good content it's mature it's uh you know it's not cringe it's not hey guys today we're to <laughs> it's not you know that stuff makes me want to slip my wrist um no hate before we get into it guys make sure you use code fancy for 20 percent off your g fuel you know <laughs> <laughs> listen whatever you do for the grind and your final question um before we move on is what content futuristically are you looking to do so anything away from pokemon or sticking with pokemon if so what kind of things you do you want to expand to do or is it just what you're doing now uh one thing i want to expand in content is uh you know stream because I, I would stream maybe once every couple months honestly uh i want to get into the habit on streaming on youtube as well and uh and more content i want to do i want to do more i always call them one shots basically these are videos that they take a lot of effort to make uh for example like one of them is for like pixelmon uh, I, because there's a lot of people doing these 100 date and pixelmon series i kind of want to do my own spin on it as well uh just a lot of, i want to do a lot of bigger projects but it, all in the realm of pokemon i want to keep my channel all pokemon related yeah, yeah, no, I mean, 
Like by all means, by all means, my dude. Like wh- whatever you put out, anything you want people to check out. Like we haven't got the biggest audience over here on the trainer lounge, but who does at the start, right? So um, anything you do put out, you know, you want to message me, ask to retweet, drop it out, try and share it out, man. I'm all I'm all about trying to big people up and try and get them to have a bigger audience. I mean, you, you've got a bigger audience than us at the moment, but any any way we can help, man, just let us know. We'd be happy to uh, retweet that out for you. But uh, yeah, definitely check out um, Fancy Charmander. Uh, definitely some really worthwhile content to check out, especially if you enjoy Pokemon Unite and you want to check out some guides and that. Um, but again, Fancy, thank you for coming on today. Um, don't worry, it's not the end of the podcast just yet, but uh, okay. that's, that's for the character spotlight. We just want to... Uh, me and Wanzi both want to give you a little shout out for that. So, um, Wanzi, is it time for the final segment of the show? I think it might be time for the final segment of the show. Uh, are we oh, doing yeah. the Are we doing the cringe fest on, in three seconds? Right? Oh God, what was the cringe fest again? Oh, oh it's yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. I remember. Okay, so. Oh, uh, okay, okay. In three, two, one. Oh. oh. Hi, <laughs> we're on the final segment of the trainer lounge today it's been a very fun episode um some very controversial opinions um some cool some cool topics and again you know brand new guest on today with fancy it's been fun and i've enjoyed it but this is more this is some of my favorite part of the podcast um for this part fancy it's two trivia rounds basically we have i mean ones have you done a mastermind for today's i do i have do have a mastermind ready so uh, we, we get to go on that yeah, so we've got a mastermind and we've also got a Pokemon of the week. Both trivia rounds where you will face off against one of us and uh, see who's the winner. So, yeah, man, are you uh, ready? Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> <laughs> the nervousness is like, oh, I shit. just don't know what to expect, you know? <laughs> yeah, th- this is why it's fun, man. People are like, oh, no, what's about to happen? All right, yeah, once, go on and shoot with you. I'll, I'll, I'll hand the mic over to you, sir. Fantastic. Thank you very much. So welcome everybody to the ultimate Pokemon mastermind. Now this is a trivia versus competition where you will be going head to head up against our lovely, lovely host here, Flobodosh, in a Pokemon trivia short like series of questions. So uh, I'm going to ask you both questions, uh, alternating back and forth, and whoever can answer the most correctly out of 10 will be today's ultimate mastermind champion. Does that sound good? Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. as soon as you say the question, we answer, basically, that's how it works? Pretty much, yeah. Just be going back and forth. So uh, I'd ask you a question, then I'd ask Mr. Flobodosh a question, and we keep going back and forwards, uh, do 10 questions each, and whoever gets the most correct wins. Okay. Is there okay. there is also a time limit, am I correct in saying that? Not this time. When we uh when, when it's just the two of us, we don't have a time limit, but uh, oh, we, do have, we do have a time limit, but when there's a guest, it's literally just ten questions each. Oh uh, I fucking hate the time limit anyway, so that's fine. Yep, I'm I'm happy to go. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so uh we're gonna have you go first, Mr. Flowerdosh. So okay. are you uh are you ready for your first question? Yeah, man, let's shoot. Fantastic. So your first question of the day is What's the name of Eevee's exclusive Z move? Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I can't remember, so I'm just going to say pass. <laughs> the answer to that one is extreme Evo boost. So uh, you don't get that one correct, unfortunately. Fancy, are you ready for your first question? Uh, I think I am. <laughs> are you sure? You sound yeah. very, very ready. <laughs> uh, ringing off, ringing off. <laughs> Fantastic. So. Uh, fire Lash is a fire type attack and the signature move of which Pokemon? Uh, I want to say Set a Squish. 
Ooh, good answer, but it's not the one we're looking for, I'm afraid. The correct answer would be heat mode. I said that last week. I said Santa Scorch. <laughs> Fantastic. So back down to Flobberdosh. Your question for your second question is, in Pokemon Ranch, one of the rewards for depositing Pokemon is the mythical Pokemon Mew. But how many Pokemon did the player have to deposit to receive the Mew? I've never played Ranch, mate, so I'm just going to take a wild guess and say 500. Ooh, not quite. Double it, then take one away from it, because the answer is 999. Fuck's sakes. I know, it's a a strange one, that was. Pokemon Ranch was... uh, It's now the only way that you can legitimately obtain a Mew without going to an event if you managed to download Pokemon Ranch on the Wii before it got taken off of the eShop. Or if you could buy a Pokeball Plus 2, that's a way. Yeah, without spending any extra money for accessories. If you, if you haven't got Ranch, you need to buy that, by the way, guys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can buy it anymore. I think it yeah, actually got taken off. Yeah, it's all, it's all gone. gone. Yeah, I think it did indeed. So, Fancy, are you ready for your uh, your second question? Yes. Fantastic. In the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games, what's the name of the villainous rescue team that shares the same name as an evil organization from the main series games? Oh, like, uh, I think Team Skull, I want to say. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. The answer is Team Skull. The team oh, comprising... Skuntank, a coughing, and a Zubat. Uh, they eventually turned good and helped the player, but uh, they were very. Yeah. Fantastic. So the score is now 1 0 to Fancy. Are you ready for your third question, Gaz? Let's go. The Pokemon character Mirror B was known for having an affinity with which water type Pokemon? Ludicolo. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Uh, there was only one fight where he didn't have a Ludicolo, and that was where he had a, a Shadow Dragonite, which was uh, just randomly there. I don't know where dun, he got dun, it from. So, Fancy, what Pokemon is the only one to receive two regional forms? Two regional forms? I'm going to say Meowth. Correct. Meowth has a gigant. Uh, it has a Alolan form, and it also has a Galarian form, as well as a Gigantamax form for some stupid reason. Uh, but yeah, it's a very lucky, lucky Pokemon. So, Mister Flovadosh, the lucky po- the lucky punch item is an item that has an effect on which line of Pokemon? It would be the Chansey line. Correct. So we're two two now. Fan- <laughs> Fancy. Which uh, which bug type Pokemon is the only one that resists fire thanks to its ability? That resists fire thanks to its ability. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, oof. So if it resists fire, then it'll be a thick fat, I think, right? Uh... I am gonna have to push you for an answer. All right, uh, I'm just gonna say Heatran. Ooh, uh, Heatran is firstly not a bug type. Uh, oh, you said bug type. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 sorry, I didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> Would you like to have another attempt? Uh, sure. Uh, Scent of Scorch. Ooh, not quite. Uh, Scent of Scorch is immune to fire. It doesn't resist it. Uh, the answer would be Araquanid because of the water uh, oh. water bubble ability. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> It's a pretty obscure one, that is, but uh, it's one of my favorite questions. 
Okay, so uh, Gaz, what was the yeah. name of Post Malone's collaboration song with Pokemon? <laughs> what was the name? You know, oh, piss off! I pass. I don't know. The answer is I only want to be with you. What the hell? <laughs> I know it's. Uh, it also contained the music from, I believe, uh, Azalea, wasn't it? Azalea, yeah, Azalea Town. So uh, yeah. it was. It was a strange concert that was. Post Malone floating through the sky uh, with a load of Pokemon running underneath him, singing about drugs and sex and hoes. While a rapid ash runs around underneath it, <laughs> it's a bit of a surreal experience. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, the Pokemon Munchlax made its debut in which generation of Pokemon? And this is for Gaz. Wait, no, I, I, I've just done the Post Malone question. Yeah. Oh, apologies. Uh, oh, honestly, I'm out of it. Uh, so fancy. Uh, <laughs> when the Pokemon Munchlax made its debut in which generation of Pokemon? Uh, Gen 3. Ooh, spot on. Congratulations. Yes, the answer is Gen 3. When it showed up in Pokemon, I believe it was uh, Mystery Dungeon. And then it also had a debut in Dash as well, right? It had a little yes. cameo. Pokemon yeah. Dash, yeah. There was uh, also Bonsly, which also appeared in Mystery Dungeon and also appeared in Pokemon XD. So there were quite a few Pokemon that made that generation before. And, and Lucario, just, just, just to throw Lucario as well. That was a thing, but yeah. Yeah, just to throw Lucario out. Fantastic. So, are you ready for your next question, Gaz? Let's go. Fan Dabby Posey. So, bear with me. I'm just looking for the next question. The VGC player, Seijun Park, won the Pokemon World Championship in 2014 using which unconventional Pokemon on his team? Pachirisu. Congratulations, that is correct. It was quite an interesting one. Pachirisu is absolute garbage in most Pokemon games, but was uh, used really, really well by Seijun. Uh, and wasn't that also me. the wasn't that also the case with the main series too? Uh, in regards to it being garbage, because yeah, it's pretty garbage. No, I'm sure. Like, did someone use it on like a championship team once in like a final? Um, I believe that's. I mean, that might be wrong. That might that might be false. But I'm, I'm sure not that. sure. But I'll look it up and add it as a trivia question. If so. Okay. okay so fancy Mega Launcher is an ability that is shared by only three Pokemon. Two of them are Clauncher and Clawitza. Which is the third Pokemon? Uh, Mega Blastoise. Oh, spot on. We like that. Fantastic. So the answer is indeed Mega Blastoise. <laughs> so uh, Gaz, your next question. What was the original name for shiny Pokemon that was used by Game Freak up until Generation the 5? The answer is Shining. Fantastic. He's on it today. Both of you had your Weetabix. So the score is currently 4-4. <laughs> Fancy, this is for you to take the lead. In the Pokemon movie, Pokemon Forever, the villain catches a Tyranitar in a special Pokeball, which instantly levels them up to the highest level. What was this Pokeball called? Ah. <sighs> I actually haven't seen it. I uh, know this one. Oh. I'm just going to say Dark Ball. <laughs> <laughs> what a shot. That is a fantastic answer. It is indeed the Dark Ball. Uh, it was used to capture a Tyranitar uh, and also attempted to catch Celebi uh, and a bunch of other Pokemon during the movie. This is uh, quite an interesting concept. Don't think we'll ever see that in the main series. Yeah, I'd need to see that movie. I never, I never watched it. It's uh, one of my favorite Pokemon movies out there. Yeah, it's good. Forever, okay. man. Forever. 
forever. So, two questions left each. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah, man. So, Mr. Flubberdosh, which is the only Ultra Beast not to have all of its stats be prime numbers? Uh, would it be um? Fuck's sake! I know you said this before. Would it? Would it be Nihelgo, the the squid? Oh, unfortunately, not. The answer is Naganadel. Ah, oh, fuck. Two of its uh, an- uh, stats are prime powers rather than prime numbers. Okay. I like that one. <laughs> no one else does, but I love that question. <laughs> so, uh, your next question. The Pokeball Plus is an accessory for the Nintendo Switch, which contains which mythical Pokemon? Oh, uh, damn. Uh, I have to think. Uh, Pokeball Plus, Pokeball Plus. You said it's an accessory for what, the Nintendo Switch? For the Nintendo Switch, yeah. Ah, man, I'm thinking about Celebi, but I'm also thinking Meltan. Uh, I don't know, I was going to... I'm going to say Meltan. Well, unfortunately, the answer is Mew. It was. Oh, we said, was we said that about we said that about five minutes ago about the ranch, didn't we? We did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, yes, it was used for Pokemon Let's Go to obtain a Mew. It was also uh, one of the only remaining ways able to uh, to get that. So, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, I do have one myself. It's absolute garbage. I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, just, just for a fun little fact, I once bought a second-hand Pokeball just because I wanted to use it as a backup to my Go Plus, and it actually had a Mew still in it. So, yeah. <laughs> Buzzing. So, Mr. Flubberdosh, I believe this is your final question. Okay. So, the Pokemon Snivy back before Gen 5 released had a uh, survey which people would submit their own suggestions for its names. What was the what was the winning name for this survey? Well, I had no idea this even existed, so I've got this wrong. But um, uh, grassy snake. There we go. (laughs) Grassy snake. (laughs) The the answer is Smugleaf. You may have heard the nickname for it around. Uh, it actually came from a, a survey that was given to players who had seen Snivy's design but wanted to uh, put their name in the ring. So uh, Smugleaf. So unfortunately, that one's not correct. And fancy your... Oh, for what? some reason, I thought that one was going to be like a tr- trick question. You'll be like, the answer is Snivy. I would have ended the call, mate. This podcast wouldn't have gone <laughs> out. It would have been game over. <laughs> oh, brilliant. And finally, uh, your final, final question for the day. And this will decide whether you win or lose. So, uh, your final question. Which poison-type Pokemon is the only one to have the ability Corrosion? Oh, uh, crap, I don't know. Uh, Salazzle? Oh, he's got it. Fantastic. (laughs) And that is it. After ten <laughs> questions, the uh, the scores are: Gaz, you have scored four out of ten, and Fancy, you have scored six out of ten. So, absolute G-G. congratulations, yeah. yeah, man. All right, now fair play, Fancy, bro. Fair play, you smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. Pulling it out of the bag with that dark ball answer, fantastic. I mean, like I, I was like thinking because I know there's like dumb names for Pokeballs. So I'm like thinking, so if it makes them evil, has to be. 
I was thinking evil ball, but I was like, nah, it's gonna be dark ball. <laughs> well, you uh, you've worked that out brilliantly. So, congratulations on your win for this week. Thank you both for playing, and we'll be back for uh, next week or whenever the next episode is with some more Ultimate Pokemon Mastermind. So, unfortunately, it's an L for me on the uh, Mastermind, but fair play to fair play to Fancy. He knows his stuff. What's more embarrassing is that I do these Masterminds every week, and occasionally the questions are just you know rerouted back into the mix. So, occasionally the odd one does come back up, and I still took the L. So, um, yeah, man, <laughs> we take that. So, first uh, first round goes to Fancy. So, now we are on to the second and final part of the podcast, which will be the Pokemon of the week. So, the way this works is you will both have a price of 20 each. You will have 20 points to spend. A piece of information of this Pokemon will cost a certain amount. After each guess, after each piece of information you receive, you will be allowed to take a guess which will also cost money to guess the Pokemon. So obviously, you know, it, it works to the point where the more information you have, the more you get closer to guess. And um, eventually whoever guesses it correct wins. But this one will be quite hard because some of the pieces of information cost quite a lot. So for example, you will both start with 20 points each and each piece of information of this Pokemon will cost you points to spend because of how expensive it is though i am going to bump it up to 25 points for both of you because uh this was before uh this was before fancy came on and it was mainly for a uh, first of all just onesie but um are you both ready uh so basically it's just one pokemon or is it multiple pokemon we're guessing it's ju it's just one pokemon and for each piece of information, so for example, the Pokedex description, the Pokedex name of the Pokemon, so not the actual name, but for example, like the, the Placid Pokemon, the Careful Pokemon, you know, that'll cost, um, its Japanese name will cost you money, its Pokedex number, um, its type will cost you money, its abilities or hidden ability will cost you points to spend, its EV yield you can also get. So the information is basically anything that you'll find in a Pokedex, like trivia, based on the Pokemon, its base stats, and stuff like that. So, we'll let Fancy go first, as he has just won the first trivia round. So, Fancy, for this Pokemon, you will get to pick its Pokedex descriptive name, its Japanese name, its Pokedex number, its type, its abilities, its EV yield, its Pokedex description, its base stats, or some trivia. What 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 information would you like? And then, so, and then, like, the so, so I pick one, and then can I guess right after, or no? Or how does you work? can guess right after, but it will cost you one point to guess. Oh, I get you. Uh, can I do hidden ability? Hidden ability will cost you three points, leaving you with a balance of 22. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Right, so the hidden ability is Sap Sipper. Oh, okay. Ooh. Would you like to take a guess, or would you like to pass it over to Wanzu? Uh... Because it will cost you a point based off the information you have, how many Pokemon have the hidden ability. If you have a guess, it will leave you with less points to buy information with. So it's entirely up to you. I'll I'll I'll, I'll take it to uh, I'll pass it to my opponent. Ooh, oh, okay. You know you know what? I think I'm just gonna have a guess straight away. If you haven't, if you do want to guess, you lose the ability to get information. Yep, that's fine. I'm going to have a, a no-scope guess. So uh, just using its hidden ability being Sap Sipper, I'm going to take a guess that Pokemon of the Week this week 
is Azumarill. So the Pokemon of the Pokemon of the week this week, if you guessed Azumarill, you would be incorrect. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So we're over to you, Classer. Would you like to take a guess or would you like some information? Mm. Can I get typing? Yep. So for its for its typing, it will cost you five points. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, so that will leave you with 17 points to spend. Its typing is normal. Okay, okay. Uh, I, th- I think I've got it. You could take a guess, or you can pass it over to Wanza. I'll take a guess, because uh, it's okay. like the only Pokemon I know. So this, so this this will leave you with 16 points. What would your guess be? Uh, I want to say Stantler. So you're saying Stantler. Okay. So, Pokemon of this week, if you guessed Stantler, you would be correct. Ah! <laughs> so, the Pokemon of the week this week, again, well done to Fancy for uh, claiming another dub. And actually, this is the first time of all 23 episodes that Wansley has lost Pokemon of the week. So... His streak has come to a crashing end. Um, <laughs> the big horn Pokemon, Stantler. The Japanese name is Odashishi. 254 in a Pokedex, a normal type with the abilities Intimidate and Frisk and hidden ability Sapsipa with an EV yield of one attack. So the Pokedex is Stantler, Stantler's Magnificent Antlers were traded at high prices as works of art. As a result of this, the Pokemon was hunted close to extinction, extinction by those who were after the priceless antlers. Its base stats is 465. And an interesting piece of trivia of Stantler is Stantler is found on Route 36, which leads to Violet City, the game counterpart of Nara, Japan, a city where many tame deer roam freely. So nice little tension to detail from Game Freak back in Gen 2. So that was the end of this trivia round. A bit of a short one. He got it um, very quickly. Fair play. Um, so what did you think of uh, the trivia rounds then, uh, uh, Fancy? It's fun. I, I thought it was fun. It actually made me think a lot of things I, I didn't know. Some things I did know. So it was yeah, good to yeah. to the test. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You done. You done very well. You beat both of us on our own trivia. So uh, I am absolutely you know. heartbroken right now. Oh. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, ones you could have, you could have got um, piece of information, but you wanted to try and uh, he, he got he got arrogant. He was like, you know what? No, I've got these. I've got these. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it wasn't a zoomer. But fair play, fancy you won on both. Um, so that is the end of the Trainer Lounge episode 23. The old version will be deleted off um, every podcast because the audio was absolutely awful and glitched. And hopefully this one was fine. There's no reason why it shouldn't be because I am my look knowing it could be worse. We'll find out. <laughs> um, so obviously it's been a really good episode this week. We've, um, we have covered a lot i'll be getting the links off um fancy for all of his social media that he wants people to check him out on and um, they will be below in the description as well as where you can find me and onesie too in the link tree you will find our youtube channels where i don't upload nothing but uh definitely check out onesie and um 
all of our Twitter locations, our personal Twitter and the Triangle Lounge Twitter, which I tweet every episode on. So, um, yeah, man, give that a link. Thank you, Fancy, mate, for coming on today. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, of course, as well, with our guest, if, if there's any chance you want to come back on and talk some Pokemon shit and we got some space, man, you're more than welcome to. Just drop me a DM, you know, if there's anything you want to jump on a podcast for you more than welcome to is there anything you two want to throw up before we wrap up uh, i just want to say congratulations on your uh, your victories this week fancy uh, it's been cool having you on thanks for giving us a time of day and uh yeah more than welcome to come back on whenever yeah, thank you i pretty i really appreciate the love of this podcast yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> i've been your host flubberdash you joined today by my co-host mr wanzi Burnett, and our brand new guest fancy charmander we'd like to thank you for checking out this podcast definitely check out our older episodes we've got content filled if you enjoy the trivia rounds they're on every episode and yeah man check out the one with monkferno check out all this stuff man we talk a lot of stuff and uh we're all about the entertainment. If you want to reach us, definitely reach out on Twitter. Thank you for listening to episode 23 of the Trainer Lounge. I have been your host, Flubber Ding Dung. Uh, I'll join you <laughs> again next week for episode 24. I right, peace. Yo, guys, it's Flubber Dash. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the whole episode. Please give us some feedback on Twitter and wherever else you can find us. All details of that will be below. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast and please have a great day. Peace.